Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a free beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And we want you to be a part of this fun Friday show. You can chime in online on Facebook. Watch us live there. Also on YouTube. And we'll be monitoring the tweeter as well. If you want to get in on Twitter, you can be a part of the program with your questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise. Find us on YouTube and on Facebook. Eric already chiming in on youtube uh and we'll get an update on this he says i bet chandler had nightmares of his epic name that sound meltdown yesterday we'll get an update on that in a moment also um there's another update i want to get from uh chandler honeycutt here in just a moment as well but shirley rhodes is here on a friday as is the chan man as we roll on here on pirate radio live crew how y'all doing in there I know how Shirley's doing. I know how we're doing because we were just jamming out before the show to some Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul. That was our all about uh, it. That was our pregame uh, meeting today. Yes, and I was pretty stoked about it. You know, it's Friday. Got to have a little jams in the studio. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Chandler, how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, and Chandler, you've been busy today. I saw. Uh, you wear a lot of hats here at Pirate Radio. And let me say this first. Chandler, you're a friend. You are a, a nephew. You're Thanks, Hunk. Uh you're awesome to to have here to be around. You brighten my day. You put a smile on my face. You're uh you're a sports guy. Yeah. You're a lot of things. And it probably seems like I pick on you a lot. Yes. Does it? Do you feel that way? Do I feel that way? Yes, I do. And I, that makes me kind of feel like a bad person. As you should. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to pick on you unless it's warranted. Well, you go ahead because I have an awesome explanation about what you're going to talk about. I cannot wait to hear it. So folks have looked outside today and noticed. Um, hmm looks weird outside it's like the skies are yellow and brown and tan and very odd uh because of the smoke that is rolling through a lot of eastern north carolina right now and i saw uh brian harris who i'm friends with on facebook as are you yes said uh man what's what's going on and had a video of the sky and a few people said, uh, you know, a huge fire in the Croatan National Forest and saw uh, a few comments on that. And Chandler, you said <laughs> that the entire sky has changed I, colors and smoke is going all throughout eastern North Carolina. 
east of here now south of here northwest uh you said on facebook it, you heard there was a brush fire off wimbledon drive that's what i heard and at this you time terrible the, all right so here i was at lunch you have a great explanation i was for this. at lunch yeah checking facebook mm-hmm. saw that brian harris had that video yeah i look outside and at this point it wasn't as bad nowhere near as bad as what it, it what it what it is right now okay but no, his video does show a sky with like a whole different color than normal yeah and then i looked outside and i was like hmm that does look weird yeah guy that was sitting beside me at lunch is with the fire department <laughs> and i said hey i said what is going on i said a guy on facebook said there's some smoke in the sky and it, like i said at this point it is nowhere near as bad as it is right now and if he would have told me this i would have been like there's no way that a brush fire would be doing this damage but at this point i believed it because it wasn't as bad and then i i, and well, I and asked him and he, and, he, and he pulled up his phone i guess there's an app that firefighters have and he says oh yeah We've got a brush fire right off of Wimbledon Drive. And I've also saw some other people say that. So that's when I went on there. And when I checked Brian Harris's uh, post, nobody had commented. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just throw some information out there. By the some- way, the comment said is what I'm hearing. I'm not confirming. This is what I'm hearing. And that, so, that, that's okay. But I but I put, I put did comment that. And then it got worse and then that's when i saw the other comments of people saying the croatan national forest or whatever and i was like all right that makes sense because the sky is a lot worse than it was this is like a major issue yeah this isn't from a brush fire off Wimbledon drive i know that now yeah but i was told by an average joe no a fire (laughs) a firefighter johnny fireman all right i'll say this when you said you have a good explanation for what you posted and you could hear it in my voice i thought no way that this is going to be a good explanation hearing it from a firefighter and you included the app evidence and all that i'm going to have to say that uh that was a great explanation and i remember i'm gonna let you off the hook here and so i was like man now i do i delete the the comment no because that's going to make me even look worse look more foolish if i delete the comment well, if you know it now to not be true, I would think go ahead and delete it. You won't look any foolish. It was. Well, I guess I can do that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, at that time, I just I took his word for it. People were wondering why would you take that guy's word for it? He's a firefighter. Well, like I said, so I thought to myself, man, this guy's got some good information. And then when it got as it got worse, because in the next twenty minutes, the sky was like ridiculous. Ashes are falling from the sky. Yeah. And that's when I was like, hey. People are saying, like, this is, like, not a brush fire, bro. This, I'm like, dude, do you want me to join the damn fire department? I will. You want me to manage that app? Now you – and, I, hey, I, we almost got in a fight. I said, dude, you make me look like a fool. No, nah, that didn't happen. But – If you got in a fist fight with a firefighter, that would have been a good news story. Yeah. For today. No, but uh, – Oh, man. Like I said, Chandler, you make me laugh. And when I read that the entire eastern North Carolina skies had turned to a uh, a dark color because a of a brush. a brush fire <laughs> off Wimbledon huge. Drive, 
Oh, God, I got to go delete that comment because people are going <laughs> to see that like maybe tonight as they're going to bed and they're going to go, this Chandler Honeycutt guy, this guy is an idiot. Yeah, I'd go ahead and delete it, man. Oh, no yeah. shame in that. I'm going to delete it. But uh, you had a good reason for it. And um, if you, uh, I guess you've got, you're holding something over that, uh, the head of that fireman now. Uh, yeah. You can uh, blackmail him. Wait, how do I delete a comment? <laughs> Oh boy! Now this is going to be fun. Hold it Let's down. Let's see. Hold it down. Delete. Delete. Bye bye. Comment. Right. Bye bye. Josh says technically there was a brush fire in Wimbledon, but that's not where the smoke is from. Yeah. So jo- uh, jo- I get that. Josh Thomas. Yeah. He. I think he is or was a fire <laughs> uh, firefighter. Um. Did you see Redbeard's comment on Twitter? Let's see what Redbeard has to say. <laughs> <laughs> now Chandler, this is a good question. Were you talking to... He did not have pants on. <laughs> so that might explain it. Is this a real fireman? He did not have a shirt or pants on. Or is it... But he had, uh, like, suspenders. He had suspenders. Is this a fireman you hire for a bachelorette party? Were you eating oh, lunch no. with a male stripper? Now that I think about it. Oh, God. Redbeard. That is funny. Oh, I was wondering why this guy was Best half line naked. of the day right there. Chandler was eating lunch with a stripper fireman, a policeman with um, the fabric in his butt cut out, a uh, fireman with no pants. It's called assless chaps. Shirley, I did not want to use that kind of language on a Friday. Beepless chaps. No junk in the trunk chaps. And uh, I think there was a construction worker. It might have been the village people you were eating lunch with today. Yeah. Mm-hmm all right so there you go had to uh that's not even the story of the day i just had to bring that up right out of the gate well i'm glad we got that out of the way because i was ready what do we got now i was ready for uh i was ready for my explanation because i thought i had a pretty good one steve posted the gif of the guy you were having lunch with (laughs) he said here look at my app and i said whoa So there's a oh brush my. fire on Wimbledon, Wimbledon Drive. I said, all right. But once again, Chandler, you make us laugh, man. And laughter is the best medicine for all my health issues. He said, uh, Josh Thomas says, I is one, and I have the same app. So, first of all, thanks for what you do. And, um, yeah. Well, Josh, next time there is a smoke situation. I want to ask you, Josh. We're going to ask the stripper guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that. But did you hire that stripper for an, uh, an upcoming party? Uh, after the debacle that was that Facebook thread, no. Maybe we should get him to advertise on Pirate Radio, his business. Fireman. All right, moving on. Uh, the story of the day is no Pirate Baseball today. It's crazy. Yeah. Was this All right, I was talking to somebody about this a while ago, but was it this year or was it last year we went to Durham and had no baseball bat? Mm. Midweek game? Was that I believe I, that I, was a midweek game. I, I, I could have sworn no, it was I don't this think year. it was this year. I don't think it was but this it was year. I think it was year? last year. I think it was last year, maybe. Uh, no baseball in Wichita tonight due to a brush fire off Wimbledon Drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my excuse for everything moving forward. Guys, I'm a little bit late. There's a uh, brush fire off Wimbledon Drive. All right, so the baseball story is this. And, uh, Shirley, can you get Patrick Mason on the horn uh, from the Daily Reflector? He'll join us here on Pirate Radio Live. East Carolina-Wichita State scheduled to play tonight at 7 o'clock. But 
there uh there were flight issues so there were travel issues with the players themselves i heard that they ended up having to go on a long bus ride to get to wichita for the game but there's an issue with the equipment and uh you know we take the in football the equipment people and the driver uh for granted we just assume that everything's going to be there ready to go that's not always the case uh there was apparently equipment left behind and they if you don't have your stuff you can't play a game and that is why they are going to play a doubleheader beginning one eastern on saturday noon central time as they will play a doubleheader against the shockers so kind of a bummer there no ecu baseball tonight but two games coming up on saturday we'll talk more about that with patrick mason who joins us on the pirate radio live line patrick uh, happy friday thanks for joining us man how you doing good how are you clip happy friday yeah man uh, doing good we were getting ready for some pirate baseball tonight but we've had bad weather conditions uh we've had you know rain outs things like that i don't recall an equipment out but uh that's what uh, apparently is happening tonight yeah, it's hard to play baseball, I guess, if you don't have things to hit the ball with or catch the ball with. So, yeah, that's kind of one of the more odd, uh, you know, cancellation or postponements for sure. And just kind of we're kind of going through the rumor. There's like a rumor that America Airlines lost the equipment or something like that. I don't believe that uh, is factual as of yet, but just with delayed flights and things like that, uh, East Carolina unable to have all their equipment with them in Wichita. So, um patrick where do uh where do you, does ecu have an advantage disadvantage like playing a double header east carolina's good just about on you know any circumstances but does that favor east carolina hurt east carolina what do you think about a double header uh tomorrow against wichita yes i feel like when you when you talk about double headers in baseball i feel like you know like with the old saying it's like you know you're just happy to split you know split the double header and but uh, I don't know. For whatever reason, East Carolina has been awesome in doubleheaders this year. I think they're six and zero. And in the second game of a doubleheader, which is forty-five minutes after the first, and they're doing that again Saturday, um, they've scored eleven, thirteen, and eleven runs. Interesting. So, I don't know if that's yeah. So I don't know if that's just you know them just kind of getting in a groove, feeling hot, or I mean they are obviously a really good baseball team, but. Yeah, they've, they've definitely fared well in doubleheaders this year, and I feel like they're just really grind-down teams. And when you got to play ECU twice in a matter of, you know, five hours, that's really tough. All right, so, uh, man, some good numbers there uh, on the UB stat sheet from Patrick Mason. East Carolina's dominance in doubleheaders this year. Trey is savage. will go game one tomorrow and uh, expecting Carter Spivey, Josh Groves to wrap up the series. Patrick, uh, anything stand out? Have you looked at Wichita at all? Uh, anything stand out about the Shockers this team uh, we'll see tomorrow? Yeah, I know they're I know they're you know tied for third place, um, but they are I guess in both hitting I'm pretty sure batting average. Um, so batting average and ERA they're number two in the conference behind ECU. Um, so this is probably one of the better like AAC teams they'll play. I know there's not too many great ones out there this year, but um, I feel like you know Wichita State is definitely no pushover. Um, you know I think they're going to have way better pitching than what uh, ECU saw against Cincinnati last week. Um, and also, they got the the preseason player of the year, um, and he's just he's he's raking already. So there's uh, there's some things to watch for Wichita State for sure. 
All right, Patrick Mason getting us ready for Pirate Baseball as they take on the Shockers of Wichita State coming up on Saturday, folks. That's right. If you're just tuning in, no baseball tonight uh, due to equipment issues. Uh, but the Pirates should be ready to go coming up for a doubleheader beginning 1 o'clock on Saturday. Patrick, uh, thanks for joining us with a few minutes of your time, man, and talking some Pirate Baseball. We'll uh, hope to see you again in studio on Wednesday. Yep, sounds good. We'll see you then. Thank you. There is Patrick Mason, Daily Reflector, joining us on the program. And uh, I guess Jamie had not heard this news. He uh, is not happy about it on uh, YouTube. He did have a question, though, um, from the earlier chat we had. It says, was Chandler debriefing with this firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, possibly. Possibly some debriefing going on. Uh, he did say he wasn't wearing pants, so I'm, a, I'm yeah. sure that he's been debriefed. What kind of establishment were you in where you uh, were allowed to go bottomless, Chandler? What was this place called? Did they have a buffet? Is it a place where you usually only go at night? Where the light's really dim? <laughs> Cannot confirm or deny. Okay. Uh, oh, Jamie, that's tough. He said, I took the day off to clean the garage and make sure it was done in time for the game tonight. Oh, man oh so that's one of those things where he's looking forward to something all day he's like man i cannot wait to get this garage clean to sit down and admire my work admire my work crack open a cold one monitor chandler's news feed to see what's going on in the world of fire fires and watch ecu baseball and now that has been taken away from him um i guess consolation ecu softball plays tonight at seven well okay i was gonna go a different route but boom there you go and they are in wichita they are in wichita i would like to hear how their flight and their travel and their equipment went compared to the baseball side of things i guess they had it all figured out uh but another consolation canes and islanders game three coming up tonight in new york that is also at seven o'clock it'll be on the superstation tbs Right after Mama's family. Skip Carey on the call for Hurricanes Hockey uh, on TBS. So that's coming up tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, looks like Jack. Uh, excuse me, Jay. What's up, Jay? Jay has a uh, report for us. Says the airlines lost the trunk with all their cups in it. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Cup check. Mm-hmm. I wonder what if, I guess you could probably just go to the, uh, I don't know. You probably wouldn't want a cup from played again sports. Would you like a used cup? Dude. <laughs> All right. So you dude. go, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, really? By the way, if anybody, I still have my cups on my mantle for my career. If anybody would like them, a game on your mantle, a game worn clip rock cup. You could, uh, I'll even autograph it for you. Got some weird sounds going on. It's gone. The hell happened? What's going on? I didn't do hum? anything. We had a hum. Yeah. Uh, me and Shirley, and I think you too. But it just went out. It just disappeared. It's gone. Does that have anything to do with that brush fire off Wimbledon? It could. <laughs> it could. The brush fire actually might be in the middle of a story right now. Oh God, that's funny. What a day. We got equipment missing. We got fires going on. It has uh, been a Friday, but it's going to be a great Friday for you because we have 
a, a free beer Friday going on. We've already mentioned a couple of news stories from today, locally, uh, and within the ECU baseball program. But what about the NFL? The NFL never seems to fail when it comes to headlines and yeah. uh, some more gambling issues within the NFL. That's right. Uh, we'll talk NFL in hour two with Tony Dunn, but. We have four lines and a Washington commander suspended for gambling. Uh, the biggest name here is Jamison Williams, uh, the big-time receiver for the Lions, was uh, among five players to be suspended for violating the NFL's gambling policy. Uh, the Washington commander player was Shaka Tony, defensive end. And did it say what they gambled on, Chandler? I, I don't know if they have that in the report. But um, this comes after another great Alabama receiver, ironically. Calvin Ridley was suspended when he was with the Falcons. He has been uh, sent to Jacksonville. But now you've got these guys who are going to get suspended. So he, he was suspended for a year. How long... Uh, are these guys suspended yeah they can reapply for reinstatement after one year so it is a one-year suspension for quintez cephas cj moore shaka tony jameson williams uh, all suspended today for gambling um what i'm reading here and this was at 11 30 this morning uh by eric wood woodyard uh from espn he said second year wide receivers jameson williams and stanley Berryhill. Oh, I miss Barry Hill. Are being suspended for six games each for mobile betting that occurred at the Lions Allen Park facility. These two did not bet on NFL games, the team said. So Thank you. And uh, you notice how Chandler now is naming his sources, talking about where he's getting the info from. That's very good. Good job, man. Uh you gotta learn from mistakes. Speaking of being suspended, Joel Embiid and James Harden will not be suspended. They will be available for game four. Harden, I think, threw an elbow last night. Embiid with um, a kick to the groin area while he was on the ground. But both of those players will be playing in game four for the Sixers, who took a 3-0 series lead last night over the Nets. I watched that game, Chandler. I did not watch the Warriors knock off the Kings in game three of that series. So now it is one with the kings on top and the phoenix suns were a winner on the road last night in la against the clippers 129 to 124 they have a 2-1 series lead coming up tonight nba playoffs on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck celtics at hawks seven o'clock on espn abc it'll be Cavs at knicks nuggets at t wolves coming up at 9 30 boston and denver up two nothing in their series and cleveland and new york tied at one game apiece so that is what is going on uh jay uh my buddy jay is on one today he said <laughs> clip, clip. <laughs> he said clip they may need your cups for air masks to help with the brush fire off <laughs> wimbledon drop Cups can be used as a mask as well, especially if you're in that Bell's Fork area with that Wimbledon brush fire. (laughs) Please be careful, everyone. That is good, Jay. That's the kind of stuff we like to see here on Pirate Radio Live. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Steve Hill on one as well. If we have time, we'll run through all of his uh, sound effects he wants to hear. 
More to go when we return. Brian North will join us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Talk about what's going on in the world of sports. That's on the way. PRL on a Friday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. You can take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. And for more information, you can visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, went over our flight by Yingling ECU report, kind of updated you on what's going on. No baseball tonight due to equipment travel issues. The team themselves had some travel issues, so maybe not the worst thing in the world to get their feet under them in Wichita and uh, prepare for a doubleheader beginning 1 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. Softball will be in action tonight. Looking for back-to-back winning series uh for the first time ever in the shane winkler era so that's what's on the line when they play wichita state uh this reminds me Shirley, of do you remember i don't know what year this was it was years ago but we had a fire situation a brush fire off wimbledon drive situation uh-huh. and the air quality was so bad i remember they canceled our winterville slow pitch adult league softball games I don't remember um, what year that was, but it reminds me of that. Situation. But that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It's just it doesn't ring a bell at the moment. It is not ringing any bells for Shirley Rhodes. Maybe it's ringing one of your bells, but I do recall that. Kind of a weird day, and Chandler just a moment ago said the ashes falling trips him out. It's it's very odd. Very, very Very strange. dystopian. Yeah. Very, like, uh, end of times type stuff. I literally thought about it earlier, how it looked like the world was coming to an end. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Ground Zero being Wimbledon Drive for the entire world ending? (laughs) I mean, it's nuts when you think about it. It's crazy. It is. Are you mad at me? No. Okay. How long are you going to keep that going? At least for today, I'm thinking beyond. Like, anytime something happens now, there's a cancellation, there's trouble in the area chandler uh has to miss a, a friday due to something i'm gonna say is there a brush fire off one wooden drive <laughs> I mean, that, i'm sorry that's just how i operate i run things into the ground and he, this is it sounds like a song <laughs> a country song maybe yeah. brush fire off wimbledon drive Call my baby up last night. The smoke's starting to fill the sky. <laughs> Somebody call the fire department. Because there's a 
brush fire off Wimbledon, your It's our next hit. The next line has to have something about call the firefighter that doesn't have pants. Saw a man without pants. He was doing a funny dance. Had a hose over his shoulder. Then he came right over. <laughs> he started a shake and jive. He said there's a brush fire right off of Wimbledon Drive. <laughs> you asked me how long this is going to be a thing. I mean, we might as well just put it in the forever department. That's funny, right? I think I need to include it in the next uh, rendition of the PRL Open. Yeah, somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that. Uh, we got a brush fire off from the drive. Brush fire off from the drive. <laughs> Firemen are there without pants. They are dancing to Lady Gaga. Tim four, good buddy. Tim four. <laughs> a fireman has put out the fire and removed his shirt. Over. <laughs> They just put on Jump On It by Sir Max Lot. Over. <laughs> Village people starting to play. <laughs> Good news. Good news. Officer on the scene. Officer on the scene. He has cut off sleeves on his police shirt. Show He's very muscular. Over. We've got an officer down. Is he good over there? No, he's just dancing. <laughs> he's... He's, no, he's he's breaking he, he's breakdancing breaking uh, down. He's, he's down. doing the worm. <laughs> Officer down, doing the worm, thr- thrusting his hips into the ground. <laughs> Repeat, thrusting hips into the ground. Over. <laughs> Magic Mike two, brush fire off Wimbledon Drive. <laughs> <laughs> he started a shaking job. <laughs> Where's that fire coming from? He said Wimbledon Drive. <laughs> Eric says, hey, Clip, any advice for commuters on navigating the detour for the Wimbledon brush fire? I have to go home that way. (laughs) Avoid the area. We shouldn't. I don't know. How serious was that brush fire? (laughs) I can't even ask it serious. I am being serious, but it made me laugh saying it. (laughs) Any fire is serious. That is true because it can spread. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's apartment could have like caught fire from that brush in my head and i hope it wasn't serious i'm picturing like a very small shrub that was smoking a little bit (laughs) just a tiny pile of leaves yeah yeah somebody had raked some leaves yeah throughout a cigarette we're going to get this popular where people are going to go to that brush on wimbledon wimbledon drive and take a picture with it i don't yeah i survived yeah Mark safe from the brush fire at Wimbledon Drive on Facebook. Um, you know how people go to the corner of uh, Winslow, Arizona? I know it's in a song. Yeah. By the Eagles. Yes. But people go to that street corner and take a picture. That's how that's going to be on that brush. Eric has vowed to pledge 25 cents a day to help the Wimbledon Brush Fire Relief Fund. Chandler and I are donating our musical talents. We will have the full song ready to go for, uh, I was going to say a candlelight vigil, but that might be dangerous around all the brush on Wimbledon Drive. 
all right so yes folks i am gonna run this into the ground and you have been forewarned i apologize to chandler and everyone else who is not on board with that uh jay says we should i mean we could do this right now how much do you want to commit to the bit because there's nothing stopping shirley from doing double duty for a few minutes and chandler running out there right now and doing a live video how do you feel about a little field trip chandler i gotta go out to uh winterville anyway here soon do you really to pick up a check yeah all right will you ride by there and you know you don't have to get out of your car but just give us a video and kind of tell us what's going on i can if i can get there unless the fire department's there blocking off the road well you know a guy <laughs> you know the guy yes i do <laughs> guy. yes i do oh boy good stuff all right let's uh head out to <laughs> jamie says resume update brush fire survivor we we did it we, we made it through all right let's go out uh actually i recorded this earlier with brian north and i bring that up because <laughs> <laughs> sorry red beard with another good tweet but it's a picture tweet um i talked to brian north earlier tried to uh set up the interview and say the pirate radio live line instead i said the pirate rodeo live line and it took off from there so i'm just gonna play this raw this is uh earlier today me and brian north all right let's head out to the pirate rodeo that'd be cool if we had a pirate rodeo that's a good idea All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, Brian North, WCTI 12, here on a Friday edition of PRL. Uh, Brian, hadn't talked to you in a couple weeks. How you doing, man? Doing good, Cliff. Have you ever gone to a rodeo? <laughs> uh, I have never been that I can recall. How about yourself? You, I bet you have. You've been to everything. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, been to some rodeos. Uh, my high school classmate owns one of the oldest rodeos uh, at a regular facility in the country of the Lake Luzerne. Uh, so, yeah. New York. So this is up in New York? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, done a bunch of rodeos. Yeah, it's called the uh, Painted Pony Rodeo, which sounds like, you know, an adult establishment, but no, it's uh, it's pretty cool. He uh, runs during the summer and has some good acts there, and he um, breeds bulls all over the country, so he's always, you know, right into Las Vegas and stuff for those rodeos there, the big-time rodeos uh, that are on the PBR circuit. Uh, I don't associate rodeo with, uh, you know, New York. And so uh, I guess you, you do have some cowboys up there, Brian? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, a lot of um, farming country up there. Yeah. Way. And so, yeah, it's not. It's just not year-round. No one likes to rope cattle in the middle of winter. So <laughs> it's just seasonal from usually uh, Memorial Day right through Labor Day. But uh, they get good crowds, so it's, it's pretty cool. You know, we've got rodeos around here that we see. We see them happen all the time up in Williamston at the uh, Bob Martin Agriculture Center. So, they, you know, we've got them around here, Terra or something down in um, your facing area so yeah we've got a few around here you just gotta find well no, no baseball today for ecu so we're talking rodeos here on pirate radio live east carolina scheduled to play wichita state apparently uh some travel issues for the team and major travel issues 
for the equipment. Uh, and that appears to be the reason there will be no uh, baseball today. Pirates will play a doubleheader coming up on Saturday. And, Brian, this is a reminder that uh, we take these things for granted, right? These uh, During football season, the equipment truck that makes its way to the destination uh, via the roads. And, um, you know, for baseball, uh, had everything on a plane, I guess. And uh, things got delayed. And, and here we are. One of my favorite follows on Twitter is the, the ECU Pirate football truck as it makes its way. And when they went to Provo, Utah, I was watching uh, their travels this year. So the further the trip, the more fun it is to follow them. But, no, it's always interesting. Now, I think if you really want to create some, some real home field advantage, for like baseball, you should just have to use the other team's equipment. You just show up and they provide you, you know, the, the gloves and, and the bat. That would make it more fun. Yeah, I like that. So East Carolina, nine in a row, Brian, uh, on the diamond. One of those away from home in Charlotte. The rest were at home, and that's kind of the the story this weekend. East Carolina on paper and, and, you know, pound for pound better than Wichita State. Uh, But can they go out and win it on the road? They couldn't do it against Houston the last time they played on the road in the AAC. We'll see if they can do it against the Shockers this weekend and uh, keep up their hot streak. Yeah, five and five on the road. Is that their record? Yeah, they evened it up Wednesday night. Brian had a losing record going into that game on Wednesday. So that's crazy. One is they play that many home games. Yeah. That certainly uh, helps with your bottom line stuff, but it it does make going on the road a little more odd. And so, um, you know, I I guess you're you're prone to that. You still don't have a huge sample base here, but we'll see if they can't get that corrected. But what you thought was that? That's probably one of their longest road road trips as it is. And so, yeah, it's um, look, Cliff Godwin always, anytime we question Cliff about stuff here, by the end of the year, they usually have those things worked out and, and are playing pretty good baseball by the end, both uh, at home and on the road. So I don't, I wouldn't call it a major issue yet unless they go all like Golden State Warriors and have an abysmal uh, road record. I think they're all right right now. Yeah, and now is, you're right, when they, they heat up, they have dominated this conference over the years, and you look at where they are right now. They need to take care of business, obviously, in conference play, but their midweek the rest of the way is going to be crucial for if they want to get a a top eight national seed as they did a year ago. They still got NC State, North Carolina, another date with Campbell and others on the docket, Old Dominion in there as well. So uh, you've got to take care of those against teams that are going to be playing in regional baseball. Definitely some good RPI opportunities out there right now. And, yeah, that's that's the great thing about midweek games for East Carolina right now, all the regional teams are all so good that you, you can't help but improve your RPI. There's hardly any gimmies there. and I think everybody just about has a winning record. Several of them ranked in the top 25. So nothing but great opportunities uh, for ECU. And look, iron sharpens iron. You get better uh, when you play these teams. So when it comes regional time, you are ready to go as well. We'll recap the series coming up Monday on the Delcor Players Lounge with Josh Moylan, Lane Hoover, and Jacob Jenkins Coward said he should be good to go for Monday. We haven't seen him on the diamond. We haven't talked to him in studio since his brutal injury, Brian, an injury we wouldn't wish upon <laughs> our very worst enemy. But uh, kind of just amazing that um, he had surgery and had it very late in the evening as I was uh, talking to him. He, he kind of told me about the timeline there and then was in the dugout the next day and has been with the team. He was in uniform the other night. So uh, I, I told him he's tougher than I. Uh, I can guarantee that. But, man, uh, it would be great to see his bat back in the lineup. Yeah. Well, it's one of the toughest injuries that, that a guy can have when playing sports. I had a basketball coach tell me one time, check and see if there's uh, – 
if there's less than two, you're in trouble. If there's more than two, you're really in trouble. So huh. uh, I hope everything worked out with him in that sense. But it's not, yeah, look, they, they've got good depth where they've been able to handle it without him. But it's nice having him in there just really for his enthusiasm that he brings. But, you know, he, he just does so much in that team. So maybe nice to get some other guys some playing time now, but the, it will not hurt to get him back. Uh, we might need to put that line from Brian North in the open when we update it, Shirley. If there's less than two, you're in trouble. More than two, you're uh, you're really in trouble. So, and, um, you know, everybody tuned in um, of the male variety can do that check right now. The Dr. North recommending a check uh, just to make sure everything's good down there. Uh, all right, Brian. So, Canes tonight, uh, game three in New York against the Islanders. If you're uh, searching around wondering why you can't find it on ESPN, it'll be on TBS coming up tonight. So a little playoff hockey on the Superstation. Also, Mike Maniscalco, Trip Tracy, and the crew will be on the call on Bally Sports. We had Mike Maniscalco join us yesterday, Brian, and talked about this Canes team. Speaking of injuries, they have already been hurt by Svechnikov and others, yep. but now you add uh, Tavo Teravine into the mix. So you just hope these injuries don't catch up with the Canes. Still got a ton of talent and obviously in control of the series. But, man, when does, uh, when does it become too much, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They do have depth, and that's what's made them really good. And they've built their farm system, so they have capable guys. But if you start losing superstars, and especially the cost of big loss, and I think they have – their defense is so good that they can overcome some of those offensive losses. But when you start getting into their defensive players and uh, some of those other injuries, that's going to be the key test. Look, they have to score goals. In this Islander series, we, we knew goals were going to be the premium because – Canes have allowed the second least amount of goals, and the Islanders are right behind them. So um, we knew goal scoring would be important. But, look, you know, you can find guys occasionally put it, to put it in the net. They can't lose any more defensive players. Brian North joining us. Uh, Kane's trying to get to a 3 nothing series lead uh, coming up tonight, New York, and face off once again at 7 p.m. Brian, I've not been a very good NBA watcher all year because the Hornets absolutely stink, and uh, that has carried over into the playoffs. Watched a little bit of Philly-Brooklyn last night, and that's about it. Are you tuned in at all to these uh, NBA playoffs? Mm, very little, just our local guys and, and- we have not had a good run with our local guys with Reggie Bullock and the Mavericks not even making the playoffs, Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans being ousted, uh, Kent Bazemore not even being on a team this year, and that leaves us with well, day run. Uh, before you say it, Brian, I was going to say I had that game on last night. Had no clue Dayron Shar played for the Nets and uh, <laughs> heard his name being announced and said, oh, okay, wow, all right. And uh, you were about to get to him, I believe. But, yeah, I, I heard his name, watched him play last night. It was, he's had a weird season, and towards the end, he was getting some good, valuable minutes and was really starting to play. And then last night, he only gets two minutes and doesn't play much. And it, maybe it's a matchup thing. I don't know, but I thought maybe he had turned the corner a little bit. You, you watch people online complain about his defense and still hasn't figured out how to defend the pick and roll. But uh, he, uh, he uh, I don't know, still trying to find his spot. But at moments, he's, he's played really well this year. It just hasn't translated into more time in the playoffs. Speaking of local basketball products, Brian, the last time we chatted, I think uh, we had Dontrez Styles about to make his decision on where he was going to go and ended up uh, going to Georgetown. It was yep. NC State, North uh, ECU, and, and Georgetown. Ed Cooley 
gave him a good pitch, and perhaps uh, somebody else gave him a good NIL deal <laughs> up there in D.C. But uh, a couple days later, Bobby Pettiford coming back yeah. to play basketball in the state of North Carolina. I really like that one, Brian. Uh, I'm, I'm fired up for uh, to see Bobby Pettiford here, saw him play in Menjis against Farmville Central. So old news at this point. Haven't talked to you about it, but that's uh, that, that's great uh, to get Bobby Pettiford back here in the state. You've got, to, you've got to do something in the transfer portal nowadays if you want to be relevant. And, and we saw ECU lose a few players, and so getting some back as well. So, no, Pettiford's good. And you think maybe he's at the point of his career where he wants to get closer to home and play in front of families and friends, and, and, so, and, and he fills a big need. And you know what you're getting with him. That's the good thing about transfer portal with older guys. Yeah. You know what you're getting. And so it, it's a known factor now uh, that they'll be able to plug him into the lineup and know what they're going to get every night. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, as we get you ready for your sports weekend. Brian, what do you got planned for the weekend? Oh, man. Good question. Really not much. Just uh, I, I had to run daddy daycare this week, so I'm recovering from that. The wife was out of town on work, so I had to uh, had to take care of the kids myself. So I'm in a recovery process from that. All right, uh, heal up, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll check in with you again next week. Thanks for joining us today, Brian. Uh, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Same advice for kids. If you've got, you know, when you're supposed to have two, and you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. yeah, if there's more than one when I get home, I'm in uh, a lot of trouble. I don't know about that. Uh, great advice, North. Thanks, man. All right, see you, Clipper. There is Brian North joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Eric on YouTube said it's a shame Brian North couldn't join the show live today due to the horrendous Wimbledon brush fire. So Eric's going to keep that alive. A few of our smart A listeners and viewers will, and the biggest smart A of them all, myself, will uh, certainly keep it going as well. All right, let's uh, take a break so we can wrap up hour number one. Coming up, hour two. Tony Dunn, C3. We'll uh, talk NFL Draft, Panthers. Got some NFL news and notes today. Also, Redbeard, I meant to mention this earlier. He says uh, there's a sports story. He says this should be a bigger story. We're going to talk about that. It involves college football. It involves a new rule that I am in favor of. Some people not a fan of. But we will talk about it. Could make the college football game-watching experience a little shorter. We'll talk about that when we return after this. Also, got another update. What do we got? Live from Wimbledon Drive coming up after the break. Who who we got? Chandler? No. Somebody we have else? Another, we have another listener who is live on location <laughs> at Wimbledon Drive, and it's going to give us All an right. update. We'll have that, too, back after this. This is Talbot Green with Integrity Home Mortgage. Are you? You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? when you can be a pirate now back to the show welcome back and uh the dickinson avenue public uh house is uh a lively and diverse restaurant i'm 
having to do three things at once here in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients. With influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale Southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full-service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 5.30 to 7. For more details, check out daphousenc.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Shirley, uh, it's Friday. Take a deep breath. Holy cow, it's, dude. It's, you're, you're doing audio production, video production, the phone's ringing, live ads. Just take a breath. We're going to get through this. Everything's okay. Just get through it. Get through Lord. it. Woo, Lord. Woo, Lord. All right, so... The, uh, just to recap, and I, I feel like I should say this too because people are dumb, and I'm one of them. I'm uh, like you, a, a human, a person, a Homo sapien, um, and I myself am dumb. But we, I'm, we're not making light of uh, the seven thousand acre wildfire in Croatan National Forest. Uh, if you haven't heard that, if you look outside, you can see um, what we're talking about with the smoke and the haze are rolling in the area and throughout eastern north carolina uh we are making light of chandler earlier today on facebook when somebody posted a video and said what's going on chandler responded to that facebook post by saying uh, i heard there was a brush fire off <laughs> wimbledon drive still funny to me to say it out loud which i and and chandler i guess legitimately thought at the time that that small brush fire off wimbledon drive was causing the entire east to be in a fog in a haze uh because of the smoke um but if you missed our first segment he got that information from a firefighter he was sitting with at lunch to which we Redbeard kind of tipped us off on it we now think that may have been a male escort dressed as a firefighter <laughs> <laughs> that is what we are laughing at that is what we are making light of not making light of the uh the brave firefighters who are fighting the actual fire they're going on uh my brother-in-law part of the greenville fire department so uh definitely respect those men but also respect a good laugh and we are having one at the expense of chandler honeycutt all right shirley do we have someone live at the scene on wimbledon drive yes yes we do uh, i believe that is p1 listener steve hill you are correct sir all right steve is uh he's an uber and lyft driver so he's out there driving the roads quite a bit uh steve uh first of all thanks how you doing hey clip how are you guys doing good good so uh tell us where you are kind of set the scene for us yeah so i am uh currently standing on the corner of uh wimbledon drive in arlington um such a fine sight to see um it is a hectic scene out here clip um there is a brush fire that is fully engulfed an area of about eight by ten um <laughs> there are firefighters out here um with uh sans shirt um as we speak um and they have asked for all able-bodied shirtless men to come out and help them uh if they are able to do so all right traffic is blocked okay there is a steve hill tongue-in-cheek wimbledon drive traffic report can we get the actual scene steve yeah uh traffic is cleared up now uh, <laughs> okay good they contained the fire um hold on i'm wait one second i'm getting a getting an update hold on all right 
yes, it looks like they have extinguished the fire. Oh, good. As they have, they have broken out into songs. <laughs> Seems like YMCA <laughs> is the uh, song of choice. So they've been joined by construction workers, <laughs> officers. Is that Native American? Um, there, there's a native up in, in full headdress. Great. Uh, there's also a sailor out here. Um, All right. They've asked for Chandler's number. I don't know if that's appropriate to give them. So. Well, that is great to hear. Uh, the great brush fire of Wimbledon Drive seems to have been extinguished, and now uh, all those handsome buff firefighters are out there dancing to YMCA. Uh, all right. So Steve, heated, but it is gone. Steve, uh, thank you for the Pirate Radio Eye in the Sky report today. We appreciate it, man. You got it. You got it, guys. All right. Be so, safe. <laughs> there is Steve on Wimbledon Drive uh once again you know what if you're just tuning in now i don't even know if i can recap it all uh but we do hope everybody is okay from the actual fire the seven thousand acre wildfire according to wnct channel nine uh you can see ash falling from the sky it is a very eerie scene and has been throughout the day uh but that is what is going on there um <laughs> eric earlier i told shirley to uh take a deep breath eric said with this kind of air quality <laughs> uh I, I at was this not, point i was not trying to hurt shirley i was trying to help her in that situation yeah because i had a lot going on over on this side of the glass uh chad says i see at picks i assume that's alan thomas picks of smoke over greenville so now i know it's for real we got at on the scene with the facebook picks thank you chad for that update jamie just says poor chandler <laughs> it, it just never ends for him poor chandler blew a lead yesterday on name that sound today falsifying fire reports <laughs> on facebook with a firefighter that apparently had no pants uh i'm gonna bring that up eating lunch with a pantsless firefighter i've, I've heard the term lady of the night a man of the night <laughs> <laughs> Oh, possibly boy. someone from the village people <laughs> now steve's making at short jokes we got to take a break oh geez. we have lost control of the city we've lost control of this fire we uh we are out of control here on a friday edition of pirate radio live uh, i tell you who is calm right now that's our next guest tony dunn he's been sleeping on the lobby couch uh, since 3 15 so i'm gonna wake him up from his slumber which with- means he has not been briefed <laughs> that's right on the brush fire of wimbledon drive so we will brief him on the debrief <laughs> when we return and we are less than a week away from the nfl draft it looks like the panthers have their guy tony ever the contrarian might want the other guy we'll talk about that we'll talk about test scores brady quinn I don't know. A lot going on that I have not been following, and I'm looking forward to talking to Tony Dunn about when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Friday edition of PRL. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a free beer Friday. Got a 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer, Apple Slices Variety Pack, and a four-pack of some tall Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea. Got all that coming your way in Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Charlie, I'm going to give you one more job to do because right now you're doing four and I'm going to need to add one more here on a Friday because you always got to do one more. I'm going to, I'm going to need you to, um, go to Chandler's Twitter and read his latest tweet. If you don't mind. Okay. So Chandler left. Tony just said, Tony Dunn's here. Hey, Tony. Hey man. Uh, Tony said, where's Chandler? He ran to go pick up a check, uh, in Winterville, I believe. (laughs) Read his latest tweet, Charlie, (laughs) from just a few minutes ago. Chandler left 25 minutes ago and left his laptop open on Twitter. And I'm not going to tweet anything about a brush fire off Wimbledon Drive or anything else. Clip rock. I would not do such a thing, and I'm not going to do it. But I did want to put out that I'm not going to do that. So I got two retweets now. All right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate that, man. Um, That's kind of just a that's a little bit of a life lesson. Just don't leave your stuff open because crazy stuff can happen. But I'm not going to do that because I'm not that kind of guy. Tony, uh, I was going to ask you, are you excited? I don't, you don't seem excited. What are you when it comes to the NFL draft being less than a week away? Ready for it to be over with? Yeah, you, I think so. Is there? Yeah, at yeah. this point. I've turned into you, Clip. Yeah. I'm just turned into you. It's just, I want to know, uh, whoever the players are, I just want to know who they are, I guess, and then I'll get to know them. Um, but one more week here, and guess what? We're about to do it right now. We're about to discuss uh, S2 scores and whatever else that uh, – whatever little tidbit of information we can hold on to before the NFL draft and milk like a brush fire on Wimbledon <laughs> Drive, which I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I just know I was taking a wonderful nap, and then I just woke up to people just – laughing and having the best of time i should have just stayed up and listened to the show nah you didn't miss anything good uh we'll catch you up if chandler returns while you're here during this hour all right so uh, you're right there is always a new stone to unturn and probably of little significance but it's a 24-hour news cycle it's every day we have to talk about something and for these teams they do have to overturn every stone um we're off the field now now we're talking about uh interviews yep uh how players speak they speak well and tony i did not know i guess the wonder lick is gone there's no more wonder lick i just learned that this year but there is a new testing system we go by it's not as cool sounding though what is it like q1 or c1 or s2 okay i was not close but yeah s2 any idea what this is is it the same type of wonderlick stuff see i don't even know exactly what the wonderlick was other than just some sort of test this is like a puzzle well wonderlick you you could take sample tests online 
and yeah. it was kind of like your i didn't want to feel dumb sat-ish maybe like sally has four oranges pete has three they lost two okay they found eight more how clever are you yeah uh, this one i think is about processing like speed and probably like puzzle solving so okay. like how quick i think they think this is really good uh, baseball has been doing this you know baseball's all into the nerd stuff for you know f- figuring out i guess whatever you know they can break down any statistical you know the analytics of baseball so uh, you know football's been trying to catch up with that but they are saying that this one, uh, I guess, is, is they like it for quarterbacks because it has to do with problem solving. And I think speed of problem solving has something to do with it as well. <laughs> All right. So, okay, this is from SI.com. The S2 um, evaluation, eval, okay. eval, website writes that its test is, quote, a state-of-the-art system derived from cognitive science literature, decades of research, and precision measurement devices that track responses down to the millisecond. Oh, yeah, so speed. It's, uh, yeah, who's uh, who's got that quick brain, that not quick me. wit? Yeah. I would not be a quarterback. Now, the results of this test, these this tests. This is wild. All right, so this is, like you said, there's a new stone being uh overturned that we're finding dirt and bugs underneath at each moment you know we went i was i've been pretty supportive of cj stroud i've learned a little bit more about each one of these candidates as we go further except for i haven't learned anything about will levis other than he eats bananas whole with the peel on i just stopped at that point i was like red flag did you not know that club so straight out of the jungle just even he's so barbaric even monkeys look at him like he's funny well he is a like he, he's got the physique of somebody yeah who is like just a like, tarzan yeah yeah so exactly. the monkeys are like dude yeah. you're not part of our tribe get out of here <laughs> with that we we you know in civilized monkeys peel life, your banana bro <laughs> and he's just over there eating it like a caveman what's it called like cultural appropriation <laughs> you're not one of us man yeah. get out of the street he's like don't worry i'm not trying to be one of you i just eat this everything <laughs> he puts mayonnaise in his coffee i think that one might have been a joke okay i'm not entirely sure if it was a joke because he was it might have checked to see if they were at the duke's mayo whatever the mayo Mayo bowl how does he eat an orange tony if he goes peel first on that, oh, I, I'm way Just out. bitter face. Oh, oh way. All right. So we're, I'm sorry. You're uh, probably oh, getting to it. All I was going to say is this, is that like, uh, so I've been learning more about these candidates. You know, um, I watched a great interview on with Bryce Young on The Pivot. Somebody was telling me this. They said, go back and watch the one where Stroud was on uh, The Pivot. And he was on with Bijan. Robinson. Yeah. And... Uh, he was really well spoken. I thought, you know, very poised. I learned that he came. I think one of the things that you remember that Dion was talking about. He wants his quarterbacks to come from a two parent home. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this, well, C.J. Stroud's father is in prison, so I don't know how much of these kind of things are affecting how people see him or whatever it may be. So I thought, man, every time I've seen him speak and or, or heard him speak and. I felt like he's been pretty dang well put together, C.J. Stroud. And I thought some of this, you know, the, the rumors were going to be a little overboard. I thought, hey, we don't, you know, Bryce Young's uh, S2 score was so incredible, which it it was, it was a 98, it was higher than Joe Burrow's. 
that you would think, oh, it's like, oh, man, whatever his score was, it's just going to look bad in comparison to Bryce Young's. That doesn't mean it's a bad score in general. And then I said that last night, and I woke up today, and people were tweeting me. And they just they didn't even tell me what it was about. I just got 18%. All right, a couple of things. Like, these are not done in public on live television right. like a reality show. Somebody leaks these out, and yeah. somebody's been leaking Wonder League scores out since the dawn of time, and these scores got leaked I as well. I think the players are allowed to release that information if they want to. And then there's somebody the, else. But this, yeah, is let's just say C.J. Stroud didn't <laughs> yeah. leak this, unless so, he wasn't smart enough to know. Well, the scores, which aren't hard numbers, as I read from a SB Nation article, but rather percentile marks. Uh, so Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, dead last in this year's quarterback class, scoring in the 18th percentile. Uh, which is wild because the other guys, it's not like they're in the 22nd percentile or the 32nd percentile or the 42nd or the 52nd. Bryce Young, 98 uh, Will Levis, 93. Anthony Richardson, 79. Um, this is this is the – these are the things that scare you off. I mean, I hate to say it. Is you don't want to put stock in any one thing, right? I mean, I don't think you want to overplay um, one aspect. It's kind of like drafting John Ross because he ran the fastest 40 yeah. ever. You put too much stock in one thing. But this is when it's so wildly bizarre that it's, like, really off-putting. It would be very similar to somebody who is known for being fast just completely blowing <laughs> the 40 time. And to me, this sounds a lot like, you know who this reminds me of? Maurice Claiborne, who had a four on the Wonder League. Mm. And it was just like, my name, Maurice. I'm going to win. I'm going to get drafted in the NFL. Screw this test. I'm out. Yeah, I wonder like how serious some of these guys even he, take it. But they have to take it. You know, you're if yeah. you're in the top pick for you, like, there's no way you can. Th this is not the era of that anymore. Maybe in nineteen in 1988, somebody is like, we don't care about this and your stupid yeah. test. I play football, but now these guys have been prepped for football their entire life. Bryce Young has been being molded for the NFL since he was in third grade. It's insane. I don't quite understand this Eric Galco tweet. He says, I'm a huge proponent of S2. Uh, before we made it available at the Shrine Bowl, I talked extensively with S2. Outstanding for how players react can be coached. And he, So this is all in the same tweet. He says, frustrating to see some scores weaponized against players. Not S2's intent. Not how to use results. Unfair to players. Uh, that's exactly why you use the test. What's the point then? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't understand what he's saying. It's like everybody passes. He's bro. a huge proponent of it. He thinks it matters it's a lot. So awesome. But it's not fair to use the scores. Like, what, I, Weaponize the scores. Yeah. We can only talk. Everybody's got to get a trophy. All right. So uh, Bryce Young, we were talking about this at Trivia Wednesday. Uh, I had read that the betting line earlier this week was Bryce Young minus 2,000 to be the number one pick. I talked to you or somebody else that said there was no line anymore. Well, this was just for bet M MG So MGM. some books took it they down just said because we're not taking any more bets over. on the number one pick. Uh, around that time, midweek, Tony, I believe you tweeted something to the effect of and I don't uh, explain your tweet about CJ Stroud Which earlier one? this week. I, I, have I have a bunch of them. Something to the of, effect I, of I like CJ Stroud, yeah. I, uh, or you wanted him to be the pick. No, I, you know I really don't have a. An Let me find it. 
Well, you got the one from last night, too, that said, I rock with C.J. Stroud. I'm still rocking with C.J. Stroud. The young, protective parents can miss me right now. I'll back whomever is the pick. Just feel like some people are under. Okay. There were, that I was from there last was night. No, another, there was another one. Yeah. There was another one. But I think that this is like all of these rumors have been brewing, and I just feel like it's been a smear campaign against a guy who has really carried himself well, who has uh, – who has done a lot of things. And I just think it's okay to compliment Bryce Young as a well-put-together, um, polished person. But I don't think to, to prove that Bryce Young is that person, you have to tear down Stroud at the same time. All right, fair enough. I hate this. Uh, I talked about it with RG3 Cousins. There's like a divide like we root for the team well you know I oh yeah no. pick favorites and i, I hate when that there's happens. there's a lot of people that like imagine if if some if they were to pick cj stroud there will be a contingent of people that will not like it only only because they have been told that they're getting bryce young yeah. and how great he is yeah it's, it's it's i'm ready for anybody i'm so excited but i we are rooting for violence on the c3 panthers podcast and it would be wild if we like just drafted anthony richardson oh imagine show, the draft show yeah it would, blow would up. be insane yeah are you willing to risk record-breaking numbers on youtube tony for <laughs> a bad four years of panthers football <laughs> do you want it at one big night for four crap years oh man it would give you a big year yeah you would get a year out of it you get a few more advertisers after those eye-popping numbers after oh, making that draft and Tony, people like we would get mental health sponsors like it would be what's that uh one that better, help, better help better help better help yeah would be on our show because i would have like a meltdown on the I don't know. I would be okay. I'm going to be okay with any of these guys, I think, but Levis. And I was, you know, six months ago. I was like, oh, man, Levis wouldn't even be that bad. But we were at number nine then. Anth- I found out, though, there's something intriguing about Anthony Richardson to me. And I just, oh, boy. I've learned this <laughs> clip. I've got to type. Okay. I've got to type, man. It's just the cam newton resemblance dude i'm just automatic athletic african-american quarterback that went to florida at one point in his career yeah oh gosh i'm all in yeah i mean he is uh uber athletic and has a chance to i I don't know he's so the malik willis thing okay um richardson is much better built correct like taller yeah like he is okay like he's like lamar jackson with cam and cam newton had a baby all right now you're getting a little crazy no i mean that's first of all scientifically no but second no, of all we, <laughs> hey, we can choose whatever we want these days clip i can identify as um but second of all i hate that about this part uh, where's the uh oh the comps the famous david uh david montgomery comp and it had uh i think it was him let me see if I can find that image on TV. David Montgomery from Iowa State has the feet of Saquon Barkley, the vision of Le'Veon Bell, the strength of Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> athleticism of Sony Michelle. This was on ESPN. He is the greatest put-together running back of all time. And he never got, like, he only had one 100-yard game or something. And his average yards per carry was 1.9. <laughs> But that's what I think about. Look, David Montgomery, Frankenstein. I love it. But uh, that's See, what we this do. is what's put a, turned us off to the draft. That's all this is. It's Jam- like, yeah, 
But we got, you know, we signed up for this. Clip. That's what turned us on as a youth and now turns us yeah, off as a grown up. Signed up for this. What was my, oh man, I had an old man moment yesterday. I even admitted it to my wife. I was like, I realize this is an old man take. Like, I, I, well, what was it? They are putting together, uh, well, the trailer's out. They are making a new White Men Can't Jump movie. Oh. And I'm at the age now where I'm like, don't do the remakes give me my old movie keep my old movie sacred don't give me no remake what was it um i heard i was surely how do you feel that's in your era white men can't jump classic movie not just a sports movie it's very drama with rosie perez and had some comedy moments yeah how do you um, feel about a remake i i am not a fan yeah uh there are certain remakes that i'm like okay not bad like we talked about this yesterday uh at the end of uh, named that sound about dune i'm a big fan of the original however i do like the remake i like the cinematography but this yeah. one i can't i, I can't get original it. dune you yes, know what i 1984. like 1984 y'all know what i like i like a continuation yes last night i watched creed 2 those are pretty good movies oh, wait till you see creed 3 uh creed yeah. 2 is the best one at the, or one of the better i didn't realize drago had a kid but he does uh, yeah uh, we talked about it yesterday, Shirley. Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Awesome freaking movie. That is awesome movie. A, a perfect example of how a continuation what works. What are you rolling your eyes because at? Because I like the because everybody's like it's the better one. Uh oh. Are you I, old Manning? I like the first one. I, I just I thought the first one was so great. Jamie, great question. He says that's ridiculous. Who's in it? Same guys or new? New guys. Well, imagine whoever Jack was, Harlow is. He's a rapper of some sort there is a problem with remaking a movie where the actual storyline wasn't the good part of the movie it was the actors are you talking about white man can't jump yeah yeah, yes now you do have a point there the movie kind of the plot was sucky okay rosie goes on jeopardy Uh, now rosie perez was in my opinion she was awesome she carried that movie yeah and then you have woody harrelson who's a fan uh, is phenomenal then you have wesley dude. snipes who was at his a he was when i was a kid play, yeah he was cool as i thought oh, he was, was like he was my favorite right actor he was because he was in major league John claude van damme yeah uh oh, but he did that awful this. vampire movie right blade, blade? or whatever awful. i loved blade oh yeah awful i loved uh, the first two the third yeah. was is it blade those trinity cool. that has All just right, a bill in it those I were apologize. real cool here this is crazy wow I, i'm getting a lot of buzzing uh, yeah it's something's going on what's in your uh, over drink here. over there um, you just got to pretend like you don't hear it okay one of the things that you'll be you'll like, like i do this. all the voices you like major league love it right one of the wildest things is is that they said first of all charlie sheen actually learned how to throw a heater for that movie like he so he wasn't a baseball guy he had baseball chops though yeah what was uh um wesley snipes character willie mays hayes willie mays hayes actually they said he has the worst run well and like the he's not fast He's like the least athletic. It would be like getting John Claude Van Damme and him not really being able to do the splits. Well, I've, the, I've heard he also stunk at basketball. Yeah, like Woody like Harrelson could shoot. Yeah, and, yeah. He's and, like an awful. Yeah, like they should call it Black Man Can't Play Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's the sequel yeah, right there. There you go. 
Um, but man, Wesley just Snipes, this white guy just tr- schooling this other black <laughs> guy on how to play basketball, bringing him up and tutoring him through the the streets of L.A. People would revolt over that. Oh, movie. that was, I think we're right there. We took the one instance where the white guy was better than the black dude. <laughs> <laughs> we had to write that movie. Uh, so white men can't jump. Coming back. I don't like it. Not a fan of it. How did we get here? I don't know. Hey, but let's take better a break. than talking about the draft. Let's reset. Uh, more. Oh, I still need to talk about that college football change. I promise I'll do that when we return. Uh, we got some gambling news, Tony. More suspensions in the NFL, which is crazy. And uh, more on the Panthers, the draft, all that when we return. Pirate Radio Live. What is your favorite remake and your least favorite? Austin says, of course, Shirley isn't a fan. Hashtag ageism. The Austin-Shirley rivalry is my favorite rivalry going right now. If I could get away with doing something in front of this camera, I would. Austin, I love how much you bug Shirley. It's It makes me giggle. It's not that he bugs me. Keep it's it just, going. It's, it's an annoyance. <laughs> that's that's, that's a exactly the same thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Christie's Pub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and date, uh, late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Christie'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy, uh, enjoy a pint today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, next Friday we'll be recapping the first round of the NFL draft. Did the Panthers take Bryce Young? What were the surprises? Where are the other quarterbacks? We'll talk about all that coming up next Friday. Uh, big night coming up Thursday night. Tony will be at our mutual buddy CW's house for the draft party. You will be live. I say that was the uh, Royal We, not you. Oh. You will be live for a big show on the c3 podcast um you can watch it on youtube yeah you yeah. guys uh having guests the whole nine yeah we're gonna i wish i really need to get on that by the way and planning but yeah we just 10th the 10th one we've done wow. this we've been doing the watch along so this one is uh it's kind of a different it's an odd feeling in some ways is it's almost like um how do you the weight and the responsibility of the number one pick the panthers have had the number one pick twice and they're well. They they'll make the number one pick twice in their in their franchise history. They had it in 1995, but traded away to the fifth, and ended up it ended up getting Kerry Collins. But this is kind of cool. Is that in fact you can go to CarolinaCatChronicles.com uh, and look at the story from Newton to now how the 2023 first round pick is carries even more weight. 
And it's wild to think that, you know, the last we've done this once before and we got a franchise quarterback in Cam Newton. And uh, I, I think that the stakes are even higher uh, and the pressure is even higher in this situation than it was before, particularly if you draft Bryce Young. And the reason I say that is because Cam Newton, uh, one of the things is that the team was just a stinker. You know, they you know they earned the number one pick with a two and fourteen record that year. This year, we you know we've had two years. You've like I mean, it's just been mild stink. You know, it's that five, you know, seven wins last year. Um, but I think this is that with Cam Newton, it was it was so much excitement around him and his athleticism. There were questions about if he would be successful in the nfl people like the talking heads oh yeah they were wondering if his game could translate now we just he's actually been instrumental him and then rg3 to lamar jackson is now we believe that that type of game can thrive in the nfl that's why ar richardson doesn't carry a stigma with him that would have been there 10 years ago but we were so bad it was just like man every it's just going to be better with cam this case, I think the pressure is even more and the expectations are high because we've got such a proven coaching staff, or at least they have such a, a long resume and they have so much prestige. And now you and you put together a more talented team. I think like if this is Bryce Young and you, all you've told me for the last six months is that his superpower is being NFL mentally capable and prepared it feels like if when Bryce Young gets drafted, like I'm, like we're making the playoffs. <laughs> you know that kind of. You made the comment earlier about him being built for this since he was in third grade. Is that like true? Is that yeah. like his background? Yeah, they've. I mean, these guys. They had a quarterbacks coach in fourth grade. Like the soccer uh, overseas, they have academies. Yeah. Like teams will draft kids, basically put them in their uh, youth squad, and we don't have that here, but we do have. What you like quarterback coaches? And yeah, they're hiring, AAU yeah, teams. They're and stuff hiring like that. people, and then I think they move specifically to go to this high school, right? And then he. So this was it. This was what man, he was going to be. They was all for this moment. Yeah. And it's kind of like the Manning started this. I think it's like we're like we can groom a, a a coach or a quarterback from birth. So the thing is, is I think that actually just comes with higher expectations. Yeah. Look, if the Carolina Panthers draft C.J. Stroud, if they draft Anthony Richardson, I think there will be the same expectations and pressure that was there for Cam Newton. But I think AR gives you – would you would come with a little like there would be grace for him. It would be like, oh, there's going to be an adjustment period. Oh, this and that. But Bryce Young is a he-can-win-right-now type of guy, or at least that's how they've pitched it to us. So I think the expectations and pressure are even incredibly more. But what's wild is is that if anybody seemingly can just handle him, it's Bryce Young. He's unshakable in these interviews. He just has the perfect answer. He's so perfect in his answers; it's annoying. Like it, it and it's not. I, know, I it's, could see you starting to be annoyed by it. It's uh, not well, not trained. by him, but by fans. And I don't know. I, I feel like you're trying to be a little contrarian. When um, you're say, you're retweeting people on Twitter saying, uh, "Why do we like this guy? Because he can talk? Great! What well, you know? Like, well, I am worried. I am worried that, and as I was watching the interviews, like that, I'm falling 
for him. Like it's like a speaking, okay, but he's speaking got... of top, top Gun. Do you remember when she's like, "I think I'm falling for you." I feel like that. And when I just look, all right, have you seen him play have... football? He's really good at that too, though. But he doesn't have a bazooka. He's good. At, he's very. He's like. He reminds me of Alex Smith in a way, and that is he's got an adequate arm, not a bazooka. He's mobile, but his game's not predicated on mobility. Very I, accurate. I, yes, and it's just. I just want to know: Is that are we going to? Is he going to be? Well, I don't know. We'll see. You know, in two years, we'll be looking back, and is and we'll know. And it's either going to be. And this is the pressure that comes with this pick clip. It's it's either a massive success or a massive failure. There's no in between for yeah. number one picks. And it, I mean, just ask Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What is he? You well, can't say he's a massive failure right now. Who? Jared Goff. No. Uh, well, because he's not a massive success, he is a massive failure. Right. Because yeah. you were the number. You're the number one pick who didn't get. They traded away. Yeah, you made it to a Super Bowl, and they said you were the problem. We didn't get over the hump. <sighs> Jamie says, "Still, never seen a quarterback win a Super Bowl that is run first. That's true. I hear you, but we've also seen like Trent Dilfer and Nick Foles. What about well, not run first of all. I mean, I don't know if we've any seen quarterback bad quarterbacks win run the Super first. Bowls. Yeah, I mean, they running is Steve Young won a Super Bowl. He did, and was uh, the best scrambler at the time yeah. uh, in the league, maybe. All right, um, let's do a quick exercise. I did this with Chandler the other day, and we'll do a speed round. I'm going to name quarterback or number one overall pick. You tell me which position you'd rather be in. Would you Say rather, that again. Well, here's an example. Would you rather have Josh Allen or the number one overall pick? Okay. Oh, now you want me to answer that? Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen. Okay. Tua or the number one pick? Number one pick. Ooh, okay. Mac Jones? Number one pick. Zach Wilson? Number one pick. Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Yeah. Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson. Interesting. Uh, Kenny Pickett, number one pick. Kit, no, number one pick. Uh, Deshaun Watson, or the number one pick? I, I'm i going number one pick because I just don't like Deshaun. That, this is just more of a person thing now at this uh, point. And right. not because I'm just like so incredible. I'm just annoyed that he won. Yeah. That he won. From he, a financial. Yeah, from everything yeah. standpoint. He comes out making more money, getting what, getting his way, and all of this. And then that's why people are going to be like, well, well, I can't believe you said Lamar. You said interesting for Lamar Jackson. Um. I think he's been every bit as good as Deshaun Watson. Trevor Lawrence, number one pick. I got to say Trevor. I, I would say number one pick, because, but I'm also just annoyed at the Trevor Lawrence. My co-host on the podcast just loves Trevor Lawrence like the way I love Cam Newton, and it's just so. He can do no wrong. Yeah. All right. So, But Trevor Lawrence. Um, Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert. Yeah, we were going to get there. Mahomes, Mahomes. obviously. Uh, all right, this was a good one. Chandler had to think on this one. Russell Wilson or the number one pick? Number one pick. I hate <laughs> Russell. I've always hated Russell Wilson. Though. All right, fine. And I actually have just only started to, for a moment, kind of like like be like, oh, I, maybe I'm just too hard on this guy and this or whatever. And you know what? I went right back to hating him after this past season when I drafted him in fantasy and Jerry Judy and tried to double dragon it, and I just got taken down. Mm. You uh, picked two guys from the worst offense in the yeah. league for a while. Uh, Jalen Hurts, our number one? I I will say number one, I, but I really like Jalen Hurts. What do you think? 
I would take Hertz right now. I would take the what I looks to be a proven commodity right now. They might. They seem a lot similar in the off the field, where Hertz seems like a good leader, teammate, guy, people like him type of thing. But yeah, I would take Hertz just because okay. I've seen him man. win games. He did have an awesome season last yeah. year. Uh, Dak or number one? Number one. Okay. Daniel Jones or number, number one? one? All right. Sam Howell number one uh let's see which we don't really even know much about sam Howell. i know kirk cousins number one and then golf number one uh aaron Rodgers. aaron i would say number one only because aaron Rodgers is so old but aaron Rodgers five years ago i say aaron yeah. Rodgers. justin fields or number one uh, i'm gonna say number one because we could have just had justin fields at seven all right um Derek Carr, or number one, number, number one, number one. Okay, Mariota or one. You're going number one there. One. Any 49ers quarterback, past or present? <laughs> Brock Purdy, number one. Uh, Trey Lance, number one. Jimmy G, no, oh, definitely number one. Joe Which Montana. I I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking about this. Clip. Oh, by the way. That's I saw a, like a headline like Sam Darnold could challenge for forty. Totally, yeah. I forgot. And you know what there. is? Watch is there is the, what a place for Sam Darnold to go, and actually, you know, the I'm always and a little be twelve early. and five. You know how early I am to every party clip. Early with the Bills. Early with the Lions. Now, um, early I was early with Sam Darnold. He's gonna go to San Francisco. And be dang good because why? Kyle Shanahan, name me a time Kyle Shanahan's had a bad quarterback. Yep, he's uh, he's a genius. Man, he was even pretty good with man. He even made Manziel look all right for well, a moment. Fine, I can say I was right too. I said Darnold needed to change the scenery. Yeah, that scenery was Charlotte to San. Yeah, Fran. it was just a, he had a layover. All right, Tony, Geno Smith or number one? Number one. Hmm. Kyler Murray or number one? Number one. Why? They're the same player. Are they? No, I don't know. No, They're I just short guys. Uh, they are short guys. It's, I, before last year, I would have said Kyler. But I'm also I'm, I'm to the point where I don't know if, you know how you said Jalen Hurts has proved it, is a known commodity. I don't know if Kyler Murray has proved it. I would say Jalen Hurts has proved it more than what Kyler Murray. What has Kyler Murray proved to us so far? Nothing, really. Yeah. With, like, they, good talent around him. They and started real well. A but, hot shot offensive coach that you know so and uh finally, to us that he loves video games this is a good one tony baker maybe Mayfield. it's not matt stafford or number uh, one number one why no baker because i know the answer oh yeah uh number one i basically skipped the south pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah he did well you did Derek Carr. how about this Jameis or number one Jameis. I agree. <laughs> Why is he not playing? I feel like it's a collusion thing at this I, point. I, you know, again, I just like certain people, and now Jameis is. Uh, I, <laughs> I give all the glory to God. <laughs> give all the glory to God. Do we want him for the hilarious turnovers and touchdowns, but also really the post game. Yeah, that's the it. actually if we could just get him to do the interviews yeah. for us, that would be amazing. Uh, so if you had a fantasy uh, Panthers radio team or whatever, oh, Jameis yeah. would be it your would number be one. Jameis and Steve Smith. <laughs> Steve Smith would be like, what are you talking about, Jameis? You are the dumbest. Oh, a couple of things for you uh, to bring up. We no. got to go to break. Okay. Can we save it for the next yeah, one? Yeah, please, please. And I still didn't talk about that college rule. Uh, Jamie says Holt Naylor's the number one. 
number one uh which you can Sorry. get ailers with that pick gardner Minshew or number one gardner Minshew, baby yeah. I just, but again, I just like these. I just actually just want to hang out with some of these people. Yeah. Shirley, uh, take us to break. We'll come back. Tony's got a couple things. I got a couple things. And Chan Man's back. We'll get a report, an update on the Brush Fire at Wimbledon when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You can watch all of Pirate Radio's local programming on YouTube Live. You can watch Pirate Radio Live, of course, Monday through Friday from 3 until 6 p.m. The Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter on game days. All you have to do is go to YouTube, search Pirate Radio TV, and click on that subscribe button. While you're at it, click on the like button, too. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. College football games are really long. Gone are the days with the three-hour game we're looking at. 315 if you're lucky 320 330 340 sometimes um there is a run on pace of play in sports right now and we're seeing it uh pretty dramatically in baseball but a major change today chandler did you see uh the new college football rule tony you probably won't care you're not a huge college football guy but i like this i have been saying that uh that i would approve of this i didn't know it would happen this soon uh the ncaa uh, playing rules oversight panel today approved a rule change that will allow the clock to run after first downs so they make it like the nfl yes yeah yeah it's cool now a lot of college offenses are are so fast that it might not be that dramatic for some but uh, i think that the first few comments i saw on this were people and we'll get to gambling in a moment but people with a gambling brain like me saying uh what about these overs this is going to kill my overs every every saturday um the clock will stop during the final two minutes after a first down but uh after first downs clocks will continue to run i like this i thought there there's already too many stoppages the games are they go on forever maybe i'm talking as a post-game host now that is ready for the game to end and uh but i like that rule what do you think chandler pro con or doesn't matter to you no i like it yeah. i mean i think we're seeing a lot of positive out of the baseball you know the pace of play in baseball right now and i think uh, uh and my biggest question was you know within two minutes it, will the clock stop and you already answered that question yes it will but um yeah i'm i, I like this I, I like the uh and as a post game show producer uh, i look forward to those games getting what quicker. about one rule would would it be cool for why wouldn't college change the rule about when you fall if you fall down and you can't get back up if you like make that like the pros why on is that, that note and let's talk about that tony jamie says i think they need to make these rules uh the same for college and pro it's a great rule change now make them get two feet in for a catch in college and going one step further i do hate when a guy catches a screen pass and like puts a knee down and then the play's over yeah uh so i i wouldn't mind that rule change either it flying you know it's, it's reaches makes an awesome that, diving yeah, catch and then 
tumbles and could get up and still run. Yeah. Um, I'm I, with you. Let's, let's that make cool that change. Um, real quick while we're talking about it. So international basketball rules, Olympics and all that. If the ball, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. You don't have to dribble? <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> if the ball's on the rim, it's basically live. Like, I'm pretty sure you can like. Oh, so you can goaltend it. You can. So there is no goaltending in international? Somebody help me out on this one. But no I'm pretty offense. sure. There's probably no offensive goaltending. There might be an offense and defense thing, but you can like. I want to say if it's bouncing around, you can grab it oh, off wow. the off the rim or whatever. Um, I kind of like that. Yeah, but the only thing is, like, I guess it has to hit the rim. Because imagine of all those, because like on the down, what if the ball is coming on the down and you're just pinning it on the backboard? Oh, there, okay, so there is goaltending. You can't just block okay. a three-pointer because <laughs> that would be pretty tough. Uh, but I think it's, yeah, a ball off the rim. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Just thinking about rules here okay there is that tony anything uh what were your two things you wanted to mention? oh i just wanted to mention that when we talked with david Gettis, i had former carolina panthers wide receiver david Gettis on the show i told you this off there great interview Thank you. and also told you that having guys like that on that had he had more than a cup of coffee but was not a pro like their stories are more interested to me than the five-time all pros because they're talking about survival yeah know, in the league yeah, yeah i mean and he only played one season really where he made it uh, one it, season and he had a million stories and, yeah. and it was really interesting yeah and so i asked i told him about the thing that we do on uh, pirate radio sometimes which is like what what's a pl- who's a player you want to get in a fight with who's a player you would want to be a roommate and i told him i was and i was explaining it to him and i said you know i always said on the show that uh, I wouldn't want Steve Smith to be Steve Smith's roommate. You love Steve Smith. You wouldn't want to live with him because I day just of your would life. live in a little bit of terror. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, don't make Steve mad. You know, it's like if what, Steve's asleep, don't wake up. We'd be playing video games and be like, yeah. Shh, Chandler, be quiet, man. When Steve's asleep, do Did not I, wake Smitty. Yeah. He will beat you the, up. Uh, clip on top of the bag of chips. Then yeah. I put the clip uh, yeah. back on. And I joked when we were on the show here that I would have a lock on the inside, <laughs> but it would just be banging what are you doing in there tony what's going on in there who ate my cheese nips and i told him this and he goes that's funny because steve smith was my roommate on the road my rookie year and he said it was great experience and it was awesome he was so nice about everything and he said and then this is how funny was in the interview he goes and totally i would take him in a fight that's who i'd want to be on have my back in a fight too right and he said because he's done it pretty much <laughs> like he even referenced him fighting in the nfl so that was fun and the other thing i want to mention is that if you guys are interested because we're talking about quarterback controversies you can go to carolina cat chronicles.com stories been out for a week or two or maybe even longer than that it's the top 10 quarterback controversy nfl draft controversies around for example uh, and the first one that came to my mind was manning versus leaf because yeah. that was a real deal that was a that's I think a, number two on the list. I think a lot of people were trying to maybe get their name out there and say, uh, Ryan Leaf's going to be better than Peyton Manning. Because if they're right, they can say, look at me, I got that right. And then Manning lost the national championship to that year, I believe. And I want to say Leaf took Washington State to the Rose Bowl, yeah. like maybe for the first time ever or whatever. Yeah, so. and what uh, you know, what, what a total get-it-wrong move that would have been. Did Manning lose in the cha- – did he even make the championship? I think they lost to Nebraska. 
Or was that the year before? I know they would always lose to Florida. Cause they Steve lost Spurrier to Nebraska right. one year. Yeah. Um, but then, so the, the number one on the list was John Elway and uh, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. So that's cool. We went back, and as you know, just as you think about this, there's always a discussion. Like in 2018, Baker Mayfield goes number one. Sam Darnold, I think, is the next quarterback taken at number three. And then it's like uh, you have Josh Allen and later on Lamar Jackson in that. They got that draft essentially backwards. Mm-hmm. And one that we were mentioning that was fun that you might not think about uh, right offhand is that Tim Couch, the Bear, mm. uh, the Browns picked him over Donovan McNabb and um, Dante Culpepper that year. Yeah, so. and uh, I, you brought up Cam Newton. I remember the Sports Illustrated with him, Gabbert, yeah, and Locker. Is that what he was the Locker? Locker the other yeah, one? and it was like the choice or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And there was a clear one. Uh, looking at it years later, so all right, interesting, cool stuff. stuff. Look, uh, Tuesday tonight, Friday free for all. Tuesday, C three Panthers podcast, but Thursday night, come hang out with us for the watch along for the NFL draft. It'll be our tenth one that we've done, and you get to see. Uh, so I think we're going to be pretty ready for this this pick right here. I think we know. I think we're going to be prepared. But imagine if. Uh, the Carolina Panthers chose violence and traded. I kind of want them to trade back to number two. Like, I mean, that would be a cool way yeah. to like you then, get a haul and a quarterback. Yeah, and then we would be all surprised catching those live reactions. Yeah, catching when they drafted Kelvin Benjamin, I was mad. <laughs> catching when we passed on Justin Fields, mad. So you get to see Tony usually just be mad. Uh, Jamie says Eli not going to San Diego. That uh-huh. Eli. I don't know Phillip how much Rivers. debate there was, but Eli Rivers was a, a good example, too. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. And we'll take a break. Come back. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to our uh, member of the jury, Brandon Manning, going to join us to talk some Pirate Baseball. If you're just tuning in, no Pirate Baseball tonight. No, it's not a weather delay or a rain delay. Equipment delay. We'll uh, tell you more and talk to Brandon Manning about Pirate Baseball when we return on a Free Beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. And they're open every day. And they've got two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations uh, serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for boat owners. Uh, Country Mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, this is an awesome cover of Hold On by Wilson Phillips performed by a, I guess they're a band, band geek. And I love this cover. And Shirley, if you go to um, YouTube, the first comment on the YouTube comments is from China Phillips Baldwin, and it says, nice job. So actual member of Wilson Phillips 
uh, giving nice. credit to the cover band here. I like it. Yeah. One of, uh, one of my all-time favorite songs with a great message. Yes. You got to hold on for one more day. All right. Brandon Manning is about to go through a tunnel. <laughs> it's not a euphemism. That's what's about to happen. So he was worried about his spotty cell phone coverage. And we're going to talk to him uh, in about 15 minutes or so. Randolph is here. Another interception. Recovered by the 49ers. He said, look out. Dax just threw another pick. Did he really say that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Randolph? Um, Jamie says, do you have to pay for the song if it's a cover for radio? All right, not to get into the weeds here, but so surely we have services that we do pay for so we can play real songs and commercials on radio. We can play Correct. real music and we pay money to a company for that so we can do that. That is correct. The problem is when we play actual songs on YouTube and Facebook, they get flagged and they'll rip down our videos. And kick us off. And so we... That's why for the longest time we went to more of like a generic type music. But um, the algorithm has lifted just a little bit. So what we've decided to do is uh, to do covers instead of the actual songs. Because unfortunately, um, you know, you if they flag you and they kick you off or they restrict your account in any way, shape or form, you can't really... Uh, dispute it in a way that makes sense because uh, you know they don't have just someone sitting behind a computer that you can actually talk to so to avoid that we just use covers of songs and so that's what we've been doing yeah and uh it which my my pea brain doesn't understand all this but why with uh, the popularity of youtube shows now and facebook live and all these streaming shows why can't we have those same services we have for radio for those platforms? Because I, you would think, I guess how it works is, you know, the performers get money for their songs mm-hmm. and we're paying for that service. You would think there would be more money to be made uh, out there. So I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it all. I don't it understand works. it either because I have the same argument. If we're making the, you know, the correct, if we're paying the correct companies, which we have been, um, and, you know, we have, we pay for the rights to play those mu- that yeah. music, then there should be some algorithm that's built in that, you know, if it's flagged, you can say, well, we pay. Yeah, I don't know, know how all that this, works. Yeah. I do know it's got to be possible to do, but uh, anyway. It's possible. We just don't exactly know how to do it without it restricting us in a way that you yeah. know it's going to take time to clear up all right let's uh let's do a quick reset first of all it is free beer friday we got 12 bud light seltzer apple slices variety pack and this is fun bojangles hard sweet tea have you tried this chandler i think i asked you last time you try one of these yes i have how what do you think it's pretty good it's pretty does good. it taste like it, it, bojangles tea at yes, all yes it does it does uh it does and here's the thing about this is that the alcohol you really don't taste it alcohol but it's one of those deals where you don't you think you don't taste the alcohol Uh 
and you're like, man, this is good. This mm-hmm. is like drinking Bojangles iced tea. These are going down going easy. Going down easy. And after about four or five of them, because I believe they are 5% alcohol, I don't want to give out f- fake information. 5%. You are correct, Chandler. 5%. Put it on Facebook. <laughs> I just asked the fireman. He's right here. Uh, but no, but um, it's 5% alcohol. So after about four or five of those, uh, you'll start to feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're really, uh, they're really good. I, I enjoy them. Well, we got four tall boys we're going to give away coming up in uh, mere moments. And also a 12-pack of Bud Light Seltzer Apple Slices, the variety pack. Got that as part of our free beer Friday. Got Brandon Manning joining us in a little bit. All right, so to reset, no baseball today, folks. Folks like, um, I think it was Jamie on YouTube that uh, had his garage clean today, ready for the game tonight. No game. So uh, he'll have to watch softball or the Canes instead. Uh, equipment, travel issues. I'm kind of looking forward to recapping all this on Monday with the players, hearing about it from their perspective. What exactly is missing on this trip? Uh, what has not arrived yet that hopefully will be there in time for the game uh, tomorrow beginning at 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, so we'll talk to Moylan, Hoove, and JC about that coming up Monday on the Delcor Players Lounge. But uh, doubleheader coming up on Saturday for Pirate Baseball. Softball tonight is at Wichita, and they are going for their second straight series win in American play. So good luck to Shane Winkler and the crew. Also tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Canes, game three in New York at the Islanders. And that's going on 7 o'clock on the Superstation TBS. Bruins at Panthers will be at 7.30. That series, by the way, tied at one apiece. 9.30 on TBS, Stars at Wild, Oilers at Kings on TNT uh, in the NHL. NBA tonight, you have three games. Celtics at Hawks at 7 o'clock. Boston controlling that series, 2-0. Cavs at Knicks. Knicks a slight home favorite tonight as that series is tied at one apiece. That should be a pretty good one. And Nuggets at T-Wolves. Coming up at 9.30 on ESPN. Nuggets a road favorite, and they lead the series two games to none. Buccaneer Music Hall, score, uh, Buccaneer Music Hall great place to watch games. Also, live music, Chandler. And uh, it's going to be rocking and rolling this weekend. So. Absolutely. I was there last Saturday night. Um, and as Mikhail Buck, I believe, was there um, uh, last Saturday night and I enjoyed myself. So go out to the Buck this weekend. They've always got live music on the weekends. They also have DJ Captain Morgan on Tuesday nights if you like karaoke. And who knows? You might see Dave Kasong and I there singing um, Beast of Burden by Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. his go to karaoke song. Really enjoyed having Dave K on earlier this week with us. I saw this. Uh, Big Dog brought this to our attention and I uh, hadn't played it yet. It's from the latest D1 baseball podcast and aaron fit i guess was asked about teams he could see well he was bringing up teams that reminded him of last year's southern miss golden eagles and then talking about pitching and teams that can make it to omaha and we've had aaron on the show uh, a lot over the years talking pirate baseball talking college baseball uh he loves what ecu's doing this year and uh thinks they could do big things here's aaron fit on the latest d1 baseball podcast this year, for me, the teams that fit that kind of Southern Miss of last year mold are East Carolina, which, you know, whatever. Ooh, that rotation. Like, their pitching feels like it's, it's, it's May. I don't want to get carried away because they've had some 
darn good pitching staffs over the years. This might be the best staff of the Cliff Godwin era. I really like the rotation, especially, mm-hmm. um, but also the bullpen. I mean, they've got plenty of guys there, and again, they can mix and match. They're, they're deep. Um, East Carolina and Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist, I think, is a real pitching staff. Again, really good rotation and even better the bullpen. It's an elite bullpen. Um, those two teams feel like, I, you know, how many times have we said it, best programs that have never gotten to Omaha, it, it's it's I think it's East Carolina and Dallas Baptist one one two right like mm-hmm. I, I think that's maybe not really up for debate uh, unless I'm totally whiffing on somebody this feels like maybe the year maybe they could both get there like I really am high on both these teams all right uh, Aaron Fit there on ECU talking about Dallas Baptist as well which is always there come regional time but they too uh, have not broken down that omaha door yet aaron fitz says this could be the year that the pirates could potentially do just that all right let's get a break in brandon's supposed to call us around 5 20 so we'll take a time out we'll come back we'll talk some pirate baseball we can't i don't think we can talk about his particular case but i do want to ask him about being selected for jury duty i had jury duty this week as well i went on monday and that was it for me brandon actually got selected to be on the jury Uh, We'll talk uh, about that, Pirate Baseball, why he's on the road, and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Chandler, are you in town this weekend? No. You're out? Yeah. Okay. No pirate baseball at home means uh, no work for me this weekend, so I might try to do a uh, tiebreakers run. Watch some uh, some playoffs, some baseball. Got a doubleheader tomorrow. It'll be a great day for some afternoon baseball at tiebreakers. I'll catch you on the next uh, next time. Yeah, I'll catch you next time, buddy, but we'll have our... All right, you be good now. All right, hey. Uh, tell, 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 tell your mom and them tell, I said hey. Tell them I said hello. I will. All right. Is uh, hey, he doing all right? Yeah, yeah doing good. How's Pam? She's Pam? good. Good. Everything's good. Clip Jr. doing all right? Man, you, you know him. <laughs> <laughs> he is a nut. <laughs> he is something All right, else. now. I'm going to see you, though. All right. I'll see you all later. Right, all later. Right, bye. All right. Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Talk to Brandon Manning, former Pirate. There is photographical evidence of him in an ECU baseball uniform that surfaced this week on Facebook. Brandon was rocking the typical 
early to mid 2000s uh chin hair kind of limp biscuit kevin garnett if you will uh but you look good brandon you look good you look good in a your uniform i gotta say i appreciate it I, I i know i filled it up uh a lot better than i probably should have during those days but every once in a while i could pull something like that off brandon uh elephant in the room at least for you and me nobody else cares about it but it was cool to see you uh in court on monday especially since neither one of us had a case it was uh it was jury duty week for us and you of course got selected you're always the center of attention and uh you kept it kind of entertaining in there for us but you actually got selected to be on the jury so while i was only there monday for a few hours you were there for the majority of the week but uh everything good you done case over all that we got done last night at uh, about 605 i'm mm. out of the courtroom so everything was good to go after that all right good to hear so we won't uh be having that again for another two to three years but they loved me for whatever reason that was my third time called so i'll probably get it again sometime uh brandon no pirate baseball tonight equipment malfunction uh what's going on with that i look clip i've been on the road most of the day i don't know a lot of what happened at all so you're going to fill me in on that okay um, I do know that, you know, a few weeks ago you asked me what, what weekends were you, was I scared about? I said, man, for some reason I, I'm always scared of Wichita because of the travel and everything. And it sounds like it's laying it in there for us as that this could be a messed up travel weekend for us and, and change all our plans. So I don't know exactly what happened at all, to be honest with you. Well, the pirate players themselves, uh, had some issues, and they got there uh, via wheels uh, rather than plane, but they got there. The problem was with delays and, and flights and everything, uh, their equipment did not. So uh, they have pushed that back to Saturday. Going to have a double header as East Carolina and Wichita State will play at 1 o'clock Eastern time uh, coming up on saturday game one of that double header so uh, yeah again this is not a weather delay this is uh ecu equipment being left behind in transit and just a crazy situation uh brandon that uh, you don't think about but and we take these things for granted I, I mentioned it with football with the big equipment truck that travels to all the road games on the highways and we just kind of assume it's all going to be there ready to go and it's it's like an offensive lineman you don't think about them till you really need them till they mess up you don't really think about this until it gets messed up that's right i mean you know you're used to having all your stuff there at your fingertips when you're traveling for baseball and for basketball uh, football is a little bit different. You got your you got your go bag, if you want to call it that. And then once you get there, everything's good to go. But for baseball, I mean, you're going to have a a pretty much a full practice when you get there off the plane. I mean, so you got to be ready to roll, bat, glove, you know, pants, sliding shorts, the whole nine yards, ready to go. And if they're not there and they're not ready, then it changes your whole schedule for the whole weekend. The uniform's one thing, Brandon, but like uh, think about your your peak playing days. If you showed up. And they told you, well, Brandon, we don't have the bat that you're hitting uh, 384 with. We don't have the glove that you're uh, you're playing every day with, the batting gloves that you've got a 12-game hitting streak going with. It's not an excuse. You're, you're a player. You need to go out there and perform whatever. But I don't know. For some people, that could get in your head, right? Like if, if you don't have your stuff you're used to having. No, no. I, I was a big uh, – a big. I had to have my bat. Um, I couldn't hit with – any random bat once you get used to feeling something in your hands and you get comfortable with it 
Um, you probably have learned to, this is what everything feels like with this bat in your hands. And baseball is all about being comfortable up there. And if you're not comfortable, then you're just not going to hit well. I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, I mean, some people can just grab. I mean, Daryl Longhorn, it didn't matter. He just grabbed something and went up there. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, the average hitter is not like that. Once you get comfortable with something, that's what you're going to do every time. Brandon Manning joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, ECU Baseball Report, presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. You can contact Brandon at 252-531-1812 for a review of Auto Home Life Insurance. He's located Beacon Drive in Winterville and joins us uh, once a week on the show to talk Pirate Baseball as we get you ready for this weekend series. Brandon, just kind of looking back, circling back, having talked to you since the Pirate win on Wednesday, and we set that up as a big one. You know, East Carolina had one eight in a row but all those were at home and they've had some midweek success now a few weeks in a row but uh, that, that felt like an important one to go out and take care of business away from home the other night you know they had to get rid of the chatter and that was the big thing that you hear the general public your message boards your your news boards and your news media talking about hey they got to be able to do it on the road so that that win the other night was very big to prove to the players i mean a lot of these guys are still just kids that you don't have to be in Clark Claire to get a W. You can be anywhere and still play your game of baseball. And that's what they went out there and did. And they got a W for it. And Brandon, first time we've chatted since the return of Garrett Saylor. It was great to see uh, him wrap up the weekend on Sunday and uh, been able to see him pitch out on the mound. And again, when he left with injury, he was having his best performance of the season. And it wasn't a, a sparkling clean inning uh, the other day, but uh, we still got to see him get three outs, not give up a run. And, man, he's going to be big moving forward for this team. You know, that's this time of year to get healthier, not to lose people, is very big, especially when you got a guy the caliber of uh, Garrett Saylor coming back to pitch. Um, I think it's going to be very good in whatever role he is for the rest of the year in that bullpen, especially his leadership. It's going to be huge coming up to finish the season out. Brandon Manning joining us, talking some Pirate foot, uh, baseball. Brandon, uh, why are you on the road? Where are you headed this weekend? Um, So we had a school uh, chorus trip in Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, we picked up the girls early from their trip, and we're headed down uh, to Myrtle Beach uh, for a uh, volleyball. I think this is our last uh, volleyball tournament for a while. Um, so I'm driving from the whole eastern seaboard, I feel like, today. Yeah, and you uh, you didn't join us yesterday, A, jury duty, but B, uh, you had baseball. So, always something going on, Brandon, in your life. Exactly, but I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm yes, sir. I'm everywhere seeing, you know, friends play ball, kids play ball, kids doing stuff in school, everything I can do to stay busy, that's for sure. Brandon, thanks for joining us, bud. Have a, uh, a safe trip, good weekend, and we hope to uh, see you back in the studio next week. Yes, sir. I'll see you Thursday, Cliff. Thank you, bud. Brandon Manning on the Farm Bureau Insurance ECU Baseball Report. You can call Brandon Auto Home Life Insurance Review 531-1812 located Beacon Drive in Winterville. And Brandon's one of these guys. I don't know if he just has purple glasses, purple shades at all time, but even in the darkest times these last few years uh, when ECU would lose, he says, just wait. Just be patient. Relax. Weather's going to heat up. Bats will heat up. He was prophetic last year with that. 
uh and it seems that way so far this year but big weekend series going on pirates and shockers in wichita unfortunately it won't begin tonight it'll begin on saturday at one o'clock with a double header all right shirley let's open up the booty bag I, Shirley, I know what we're giving away today, so I'm not even going to ask you. I'm going to tell you that we're giving away 12 Bud Light Seltzer Apple Slices, the variety pack. Also, four tall boys, Bojangles, hard sweet tea. That is part of an epic Free Beer Friday prize pack for you right here on Pirate Radio. Shirley, what caller are you looking for? 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. Should we put an age requirement on this? Yes. Pick a number. 21 and over. 21. Good number, Shirley. Let's stay legal here at Pirate Radio. Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game. Drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Caller 12, you are a winner. We're back with more. Mark Greenhelds. We'll talk golf, a little football, a little hockey when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, congratulations to Matt Hager of Greenville. Big winner of our Free Beer Friday. Free Beer Friday brought to you by Bud Light. Every day, especially game day, is better with an ice-cold Bud Light. Pick up some Bud Light today at your favorite retailer. Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, that name reminds me of another accolade I would like added to my list next time. You bring that up, Chandler. Um, 2023... I guess it'd be 22. 2022 PCFF co-champion. Pitt County Fantasy Football co-champion Clip Brock and the D.C. Parliament won a co-championship this year. Couldn't win the whole thing because, if you remember, the final week of the season was that the final game of the fantasy season, anyway, was Buffalo and Cincinnati that ended when DeMar Hamlin um went down and they had to cancel that game and we had a lot of players playing that would have decided the championship so co-champion of the pcff in 2022 not matt hager but clip rock all right um eric says clip any update on if the pirates will wear a wbt patch on their jersey tomorrow (laughs) WBT. What now? What is Eric talking about here? I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, oh, I see. I see. I see. He says for the Wimbledon brush fire tragedy. I hope nothing escalated out of that brush I know. fire. Me too. I really do. But it is so much fun picking on you about it, and you know, 
laughing and making jokes about it all right let's head out to the pirate radio live line and talk to mark greenhelge golf shop radio show he joined <laughs> okay i see thank you 2022 pcff co-champion boom baby what a list what a life i have lived all right let's head out to the pirate radio live line joining us greedy mark greenhelge golf shop radio show coming your way saturday right here on pirate radio greeny how you doing today man i'm doing great cliff how you doing doing good uh we'll talk some golf let's start today's chat with a little football talk we are less than a week away from the nfl draft spring football wrapping up for teams across the country uh covered that uh, with ecu here these last couple weeks greeny anything earth shattering coming out of clemson's uh spring ball how did uh dabo's spring go uh it was odd because a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball with your wide receivers plus holding Will Shipley out. So, you know, you got to see maybe some of your depth guys play. Um, got to see okay, Klubnik obviously fall out a little bit. Uh, didn't really get to see a whole lot of Chris Vizina, who I'm very high on as kind of the next guy in line. So, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where I think you saw a little more on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball, which obviously frustrates maybe some Clemson people because we did struggle on offense last year. So, But putting in the new system, we'll see how it plays out. We are uh, in an era where we have seen a ton of, of Clemson players and you know, the, the the big uglies up front, especially on the defensive line, but also uh, just tons of skill guys for Clemson in the NFL. How about uh, this year's draft? How will Clemson be represented uh, next Thursday and uh, Friday, Greeny? Uh, defensive side of the ball, I mean, you're going to get Miles Murphy's probably going to be the first guy chosen. I've seen Trent Simpson, the linebacker, kind of move up the boards, uh, maybe from uh, – kind of a mid-second round and maybe a late first-round projection. And Brian Bercy's kind of the wild card. I mean, he was one of the best linemen coming out of high school. And uh, obviously, we know the story about his sister passing away. But he had a lot of injury problems the last couple of years at Clemson. So but when he's healthy, he's as good as anybody. The problem is, can he stay healthy? So might see him late first round, maybe early second round. Mark Greenelge, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us, talking a little Clemson Tiger football. Greeny, a former Clemson golfer, host of the Golf Shop Radio Show. Greeny got a pair event going on, uh, Zurich Classic down in New Orleans. So uh, we've talked to you about this from time to time. Uh, nice to, I guess, mix it up a little bit, do a, a little bit of a different event. How do you feel about these uh, types of tournaments? Well, first, I want to give a shout-out to, since you say I went to Clemson and we're talking golf, the uh, women's golf team at Clemson won the ACC championship, so right. shout-out to them. Uh, but, yeah, this is one of those – I don't I, – I like the concept. I don't know if I like the location and the schedule. And I think this could be an event that might maybe get moved around a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's okay. And this is one of those weeks where you kind of get to see some weird things because one day you'll get best ball, which was yesterday – Today, even though they're delayed, you get an alternate shot. Uh, but, you know, yesterday you see Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay, who both competed for the win last week, teaming up. They shoot a one under 35 best ball, which should be the easier of the two formats. And lo and behold, on the same nine holes today, they go out and shoot 30 of uh, six under par alternate shot, which makes no sense whatsoever. But that's the fun of golf and some of these events sometimes. 
Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show. They're in uh, Louisiana this week. And interesting schedule coming up, Greeny. They'll be in Mexico coming up next week for the Mexico Open. And then in Charlotte, Wells Fargo Championship going on at Quill Hollow. After that, it's the Byron Nelson in Texas. And then the PGA Championship. So pretty good schedule coming up here for the PGA Tour. How about the, the Wells Fargo Championship in Charlotte uh, in early May? Greeny, what kind of field are, are they expecting for that event? one of the better fields they've ever had. I mean, it's another designated event, so you're going to see most of the guys play. I do think that uh, at least like a Jordan Spieth, maybe a Scotty Scheffler are going to use this as their opt-out because they've played so much uh, so far this year. But you'll probably see Roy McIlroy back, even though he's missed his second event last week as a designated event, which is against the rules, and he will face the consequences for that. But there's been a, a lot of radio silence on the reasoning for Rory missing that event. I mean, we know we, his disappointment at the Masters, but it almost leads you to believe that there might be something more going on from that perspective. Maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe it's an injury thing. We don't know. And, of course, when we don't know, we, we start speculating a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, a lot of people feel like it's their right to know why he didn't show up, especially as he's been so vocal. But uh, we'll see. He should show up. He's scheduled to show up. He's won it uh, a couple times before. So, but yeah, we should have a really good field here in Charlotte. So, uh, what is the penalty there for too much load management? To borrow a term from uh, the NBA, uh, what is that? Just a, a hefty fine Rory has to pay if he doesn't play. Well, the idea is that you know this player impact money or the PIP money that they talk about for social media. Yeah, they were paying out. You lose a percentage of that. Okay. If you did not play, if you did not play in all enough of the events, you uh, you could lose twenty five percent of the money. They've already been paid seventy five percent. The other twenty five percent was based on that participation. So, ultimately, I guess the numbers that we're hearing is that it's going to cost Rory about three million dollars, uh, which is probably like. 30 bucks to you and me. <laughs> Mark Greenhelch, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Greeny, you are keeping up with the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hurricanes up 2-0 in their series over the Islanders. Game three tonight in New York as Carolina uh, tries to go on another long postseason run here. Yeah, well, we saw Carolina uh, have their troubles on the road last year. Um, they were 7-1 and one at home and lost every road game, so... That's something to look forward to this evening to see if, if uh, Carolina can hang on to that against the Islanders, who are going to be uh, probably looking to get back on the board. Also got my Bruins, who uh, are probably going to have a very fir- interesting first 10 minutes of the game tonight after what happened at the end of Game 2 as the Panthers took that game and tied the series up 1-1. to So if that's if you want to start watching the, the Hurricanes and then flip over when the Bruins game starts, that might be the way to go tonight. All right, could see some fireworks. Canes Islanders, TBS at 7, Bruins Panthers, 730, uh, TNT. And Greeny talked to Mike Maniscalco, play-by-play voice of the Canes yesterday, asked him, I mean, two ways you can look at it. A, the, the Bruins uh, record-setting, record-breaking, amazing team this year, but it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. We, we always see things like this happen. So how surprised were you that uh, they did not get out of Boston up 2 nothing? Well, they're down their captain, Patrice Bergeron. You know, they did, unfortunately, have some injuries uh, late in the season and had some guys coming back. You had uh, Taylor Hall and Nick Foligno both coming into the lineup, Bergeron being out of the lineup. So, in a sense, 
they were really running four completely different lines than they had really run for the uh, for the last part of the season. So that does create a little chaos sometimes in your lineup. So uh, I was very uh, happy to see him win game one. I felt like that Florida was probably going to win a game or two just because of uh, all the things that the Bruins were going through kind of on cruise control. Florida was fighting for their playoff lives and I actually thought if Florida was going to win one, it probably would have been the first of the two. So I was happy the Bruins got out of the gate on the first one. But, yeah, I mean, it's Florida is a good team, and they have a lot of uh, offensive capability, and it's really come down to, honestly, the Bruins hitting their goaltender a lot. He's made some good saves, but they're hitting them a lot. If the pucks start going in, I think the Bruins continue to win in this series. Along with Bruins, Panthers, Canes, Islanders tonight, you've got stars at the Wild 930 TBS. That series tied at one. Oilers at Kings 10 o'clock. TNT. That series also tied at one on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. All right, a little football, a little golf, a little hockey talk today. Greeny, what you guys got planned for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop Radio Show? Well, it's going to be an interesting show. Obviously, we're going to check in with our man Bill Bender of the Sporting News. We uh, we also jumped onto a new station up in Charlottesville, Virginia, so we'll check in with uh, Luke Neer from nice. that station up there. We're going to talk to Bobo Sider, who actually is a former German rugby player, but we're not really going to talk rugby with him. We're going to talk about the pace of playing golf. He works. He works. Uh, runs a company that deals with uh, technology and ways to speed up rounds of golf on the golf course. So that'll be an interesting discussion. We're also going to check in with Pete Kowalski on the ACC Men's Golf Championship heading over in Pinehurst right now. And uh, then we're going to check in with Golf Now's Matt Ward to see what they've got going on. So lots of golf talk and a little bit of other stuff thrown in tomorrow. Interesting. I like the, the pace of play, Chad. That is, of course, a big topic in baseball, Major League College uh, and beyond. And then I saw college football, I guess, doing away with the stoppage after a first down and wanting to have games go maybe three hours instead of three hours and 30 minutes uh, as they have been. So uh, maybe we'll, we'll I'll circle back to that next Friday, Greeny, and recap your conversation there on golf pace of play. That'll be interesting. Uh, Greeny, thanks for joining us today, man. Have a great show Saturday, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks, Cliff. Have a good one. Mark Greenhill, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. We will take our final break, come back, and wrap up today's edition and this week's editions of Pirate Radio Live. More to go when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market. The Dow was up 22 points, finished out the week at 33,808. The NASDAQ was up 12 at 12,072 and the S&P was up three points and finished out the week at 4,133. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL 
here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Man, covers are, are okay. Some covers are. There might even be a cover that's better than the original, but sometimes when you're doing Whitney, it's yeah, you gotta. Yeah. I mean, it's a great song, but I need her. I need her singing. I, yeah, I mean, she's how, one how of. <laughs> how about a guy like Chandler? I know Honeycutt. a guy. I know a gay. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. Nah, nah, not that guy. Somebody You're not that guy, pal. Me. Trust me. There's there's guy. very few artists, in my opinion, that have what I call a very natural voice, but it's it's a Troy. <laughs> what? Was that a Troy statement? What I like to call. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. He likes to pull out. Oh yeah. This a is na- what I like to call a bottle of water. <laughs> well, it's it's and what I mean by that is like a singer that can sing and it's almost effortless when they sing. Yeah. Like it's Whitney Houston They're was not one trying. of them. Yeah, they're it's almost like breathing to them. Yeah. And Whitney Houston was one of them. Allison Krauss, who I absolutely adore. I think Allison Krauss was just those two have that type of voice where it's just it's I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it's it's kind of like breathing to them. It's it's not they don't have to put that much effort into making it sound great. Um oh, I get what Robert's saying now. Robert's uh, got another suggestion for my accomplishments list. Uh, he said, how about adding owner of the ugliest minor league baseball cap, the Carolina Disco Turkeys, which uh, I believe Robert was the one that got me one of those. It is an interesting hat, and I do appreciate that, Robert. Also, uh, we're talking about the new rule in college football where the clock will not stop after first downs now. I like it. Chandler likes it. But the great thing is, about can I ask this? Is Morgan Ayler's gonna have time to say where it is a first down? It might go so fast that it might ruin that tradition. I don't think we're gonna be playing at that pace. But good question. Thank you for asking. JR says, I hate the new rule exclamation point. God knows I hate it. <laughs> JR said, Good God. Man. Good God almighty. What are we doing, NCAA? Exclamation point. I hate the new rule. (laughs) Having fewer plays and less actual football does not make for a better product. Also, I do not want college football to be like the NFL. You know what? He's got a point. Can I read it? He's got his point, his opinion, and that's great. I think there are enough stoppages in college football. You stop every time after a first down. You stop every time after an incomplete pass. Reviews are crazy some games. Oh, my God, the reviews. You Don't even got, get me started on the reviews. You've got a, more teams are playing offense than defense, so you're stopping after every score. If your defense does happen to make a stop, you're stopping after a punt or a change of possession. Uh, you're stopping at quarters. Uh, there's there's too many stoppages. Eliminating this one stoppage is, I like it, but Jr., I respect the hell out of you and your opinion. Re- great respect to, as Mike Schwartz would say, great respect to Jr. and his opinion. And I want to say, Jamie, thank you for saying good question. I'm assuming that is uh, talking about my question about the where it is a first down Pirates. Thanks, Jamie. You're the best. Right. Great respect to Jamie. 
Great respect to Jamie. Great respect to Jamie. <laughs> Did you add a little table beat for Mike Schwartz? Mike Schwartz is a table beater yes. when he's uh, talking. I love Mike Schwartz. Uh, Jamie says all the end of half timeouts, add time. So, yeah, I mean, there is enough stoppages in college football that if you eliminate one, I think it's a good thing. I think it's fine. Uh, JR does not like it. In fact, he hates it. Cannot stand it. Robert. Shirley Robert wants to know what Tommy Tuberville would tell the NCAA. Do you have that? I don't have it loaded, <laughs> but I can tell you. Go to hell. Go Get to a job. Hell. Get a job. Thank y'all for uh, having fun with us today and all week long on Pirate Radio. It's been a fun week. Had some great guests, some fun shows. And you know what? We'll keep it rolling next week. We'll do it all over again. We'll be back with you Monday, 3 o'clock, inside the Delcor Players Lounge with Josh Moylan, Lane Hoover, and Jacob Jenkins Coward said he should be able to make it as well, which is good news. We will talk to you then. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. For Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, and the crew, I am Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.